What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Friday. We made it to Friday. Happy Friday. I got money. It's not money day, but it is a lot of brothers who are getting paid today. I got money. Go get your money. You're and you still might have time to push off the eviction notice for some of your girlfriends in the building. <laughs> oh, man, it is Friday. We got a great show. As you guys know, man, dude, this is Friday is what I do is I try to cram in pause all of the subject matter that I missed from the week. So there's a lot of subject matters that I people share stories with me. People share things on locals and the members content. And then I'm like, all right, how can I try to fit these in and create stories from them? So today we're going to talk about 50, 11 minutes of feminism, proving CGA, doom and gloom CGA, right? One more again, right? Doom and gloom CGA as we got it in this building. Everybody knows. Yes. The dark side is the dark side. We're going to show that the world is going in the direction of Coach Radamus, of one Coach Radamus. So, uh, so many nicknames here. The Bruce Wayne of the shit, the king of content and the speaker of truth. And uh, shout out to the Dark Side Boys and the Nasty Boys. And that's you. Shout out to the, all the ladies in the Ten Toes Up gang. And that's All you. right, the junior college will be Liddy during the weekend, but I do have a lot of work to catch up on. <laughs> this this is going to be a chaotic world that we're entering in, of course. We're going to tell you, show you proof that the world that you once lived in, it only exists no more. <laughs> this, is the, this, is the alter, this is the alternate timeline on the Back to the Future Part 2 alternate timeline anyway to contribute to today's show once again i was actually getting prepped right up to the last moment so uh once again to i didn't get to type this in but contribute to today's show dollar sign cga live in the building all right and then also uh coach greg adams tv is in the building on Venmo. paypal is paypal.me backslash coach greg adams and on the super chat super chat capabilities are over there on on uh the notorious cga channel in the building yes indeed new, 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 new world. all right in the building let me see if i can type this in as we speak again once again once again back is the incredible paypal dot me backslash coach greg adams all right if i say it i can type it out better hey can't type can't read can't do math all right and look at me i got money <laughs> All right, man, we made it to the to the end of the week. And let me just go ahead and scroll the topics. And uh, hopefully my computer actually had a fix on my computer. But then I had a crash uh, late last night and it was doing very well. So what I'm going to have to do is I got a lot of subject matters and a lot of um, a lot of tabs open. So my computer might overheat at one particular point. You might see me freeze, but I'll be back in a few minutes. But uh, today we're going to talk about the Emmy Udoka situation. We're going to give you a good little update on that one. It's news that we probably assumed, but they're going to go ahead and make it official and reveal the woman who was behind the initial uh, situation that got him fired and the importance of that person. We're going to talk about that person and the importance of it. And again, we're going to try to warn men. The days of old are gone. OK, I know a lot of dudes grew up, man. And when I was on a job, I banged all the broads. Well, it's not who you bang. It's who you're connected to that you bang. All right. She bangs. She bangs. Wasn't that a song? Oh, shout out to Bronco country. <laughs> hey, shout out to the Denver Bronco fans in the building. And that's you. What's going on here? I know they're going to be like, well, our record's better than you, coach. But the Denver Broncos, man, y'all offense looks horrible. Our offense is not that good either. But 
Denver Bronco do uh, Sierra is going to put Russell Wilson on notice during this year. Man, Russell Wilson just looks terrible. Russell Wilson does not look good this year. All right, I don't know what he's doing or what he's doing. What, what happened to scramble Russell Wilson? He just standing there in the pocket, fourth and one. Why not run the ball? Man, I'll tell you. Denver looks terrible. They look atrocious this year. And the Raiders beat them. So it, that, that says something. Russell Wilson is next. All right, so we're also talking about your rent stew. We're going to talk about a lot of women are putting these ideas out here, what they doing for a little bit of money. A little bit of money, a little change that, not jiggles, but the change that folds. It says right here, we're going to talk about how wives renege on men, on husbands that take them on vacations. Women are putting these jokes out here, and these are some truths that are being revealed. That's CG. I think a lot of people listen to me more than I know. All right, so I know... I know these people listen new, to me. New, 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 new world I world. know YouTube's watching me with their finger on the button. Like, mm. right? I know the supporters watch me. I definitely know the haters watch me, but that is what it is. I mean, can't do anything about that. Haters exist. Uh, we know that, uh, you know, we know that uh, the private investigators are watching me. Mm. Right. I got money. Even though I do this job voluntarily, you know, there's so many people. Celebrities watch me. Rappers watch me. You know what I mean? I know so many people, so many people watch me and people are always trying to make me aware of who's watching me. I'm like, dude, everybody watches CGA. I'm just looking at it as the amount of people that are kind of repeating some of my points that I've been talking about four years ago. Like four years ago, CGA was controversial. Now it sounds like I'm repeating celebrity points, but they're repeating what I'm talking about out here. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I just was talking about that in 2018. And of course, there's other guys that watch me. The, my predecessor says, I said it before you, CGA, which is true. But these things are getting popularized. This is why I called it 511 Minutes of Feminism uh, Proving CGA Right, of the doom and gloom world proving me right. We actually, I'm saying it, and then now we're living it. This is what makes, makes me kosher damas. This is what makes me kosher damas. So anyway, man, we're going to talk about the men's advice from the past is not going to work well for the youth in the future. Holding masculine frame is dead. Dead. Bye-bye. Putting up with abuse from women, gone. All right. Try to figure out how to uh, prevent women from shit testing you, dead. All right. We're going to talk about that by uh, men. There's a guy uh, with a popular video going around. I'm like, that sounds like what I said. And I'm going to approve it. All right. I'm going to approve it. And then um, we're going to talk about junior college Kaylee's going nuts. Junior college Kaylee duct tapes, duct tapes, yo fam. She duct taping Tinder dates. Man, this, this show is going to be wild. And 50 Cent's son, husband ass son, is running around here saying it was hard for him and his mom to live off $6,700 a month of child support from 50 Cent. Man. Mm. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> This is going crazy, man. Oh, this is going to be one of those shows, and I hope I don't take too, too long. All right. Um, let's get into the contributions to today's show. Oh, did I pin it? I did pin it. All right. So let's go over to, let's go quick perusing through this thing here on Cash App. Shout out to LaWar Moore says, let them call me a Sambo. Goodbye, goodbye to the community. <laughs> Names don't work anymore, you know? I'll be like I said, man. I I said, um, go ahead and go ahead and shuffle. All right, I'll shuffle when appropriate. One of the best things you can do is just go and admit, okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, next. Mm. Right. 
never belabor somebody's point when they're trying to use something against you. All right. I've been trying to teach you that and to never go back and argue with people who want to wrestle in the mud. Okay. I mean, it's, if that's how you want to do things, that's fine. I don't got time. Okay. Whatever you say is right. Fair. Okay. Bye. Bye. Next. <laughs> All right. Walter Boyd said foots on next, please. Yes, indeed. Let's keep foots on next and make sure everybody knows that the real is the real and denial is denial. All right. Shout out to your boy, Scoop. TGI fat. A TGI Friday. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to Jay Flow. He says, you're the illest coach and salute to the coach gang. Hey, I just hope you guys remember uh, in this time. And I'll just, Jay Flow just reminded me. Hope you guys remember. Uh, and other content creators probably feel the same that came before me, my predecessors. Remember, we started this ish. We started this gangsta ish. And this the month and thanks I get. <laughs> okay. Remember, because a lot of people, a lot of people got podcasts now. A lot of people got cameras and they're getting audiences and some of their videos are going viral. They sound like the manosphere. They sound like the red pill. And blue pills are getting red pill checked. This is why 5011 minutes of CGA, doom and gloom CGA getting proven right. The only people getting left behind right now are dating coaches. They getting slaughtered right now. But anybody that was somewhat MGTOW, red pill, uh, any of those things right there, free agent lifestyle, somewhat passport gang. I mean, this is going to be where things are going. And we're getting proven right. Like, we have the real-life data. We have the real-life receipts. Oh, no government name, says Tucker. Tucker calls, Tucker, Tucker interviewed Kanye last night, and he sounded like you, coach. Yes, I'm telling you. And that's you. I'm actually trying to uh, go ahead and watch the interview, but somebody did warn me. They were like, Kanye sounded like CGA. And somebody posted on my um on my link. Shout out to Kanye West if you do watch me. We know celebrities watch this. This is why I don't make time for uh ham and eggers on this show. But um, but um, somebody posted on a link so my local, some of his Kanye, some of his texts, and he sounds like me. But I'm not saying he's getting his information from me. But this is how far we reach this message reach. If you look at my view count, I average on three hour live streams, 20K to 40K views. That's tremendous. So you cannot tell me there's people that aren't watching this show from around the world. And oh, by the way, I was at um, I'll leave that show. I'll leave that for later in the show. But he says Kanye said the liberal agenda pushed his dad away while his mom was focusing on her career. So I could focus on my career. Damn, Kanye is throwing mom, dead mom under the bus, but he says Kanye said BW's focused too much on education and degrees, which is in the idea of the uh, W.E.B. Du Bois, the boys, the boss, the Bois, um, uh, mindset, and that hasn't worked out, of course, with the degrees. And he's also said uh, Clinton was BFFs with his ex Wife Kim. Oh, Bill Clinton. Oh no. Uh oh. Bill Clinton was BS BS with his ex-wife Kim trying to make them push the pokey poke on people. He said a lot. I'm gonna have to pull that interview up. And uh, I know people are putting clips of Kanye out about that interview, and he, they're making him look dumb, but I'm sure there's something good in there that he said. Man, we got our boy Albert Ingram in the building on Vimo. He says, I really starting to lose respect for men. There is a, oh, he's gone. He's talking about, you know, ham and eggers and trying to start unnecessary drama. Yeah, I mean, listen, I would love for people to put out clips of me to make me sound foolish in, in return in regards to my philosophy. But it typically wasn't that. That's why it's a little bit like, wow, that's what you picked. But anyway, uh, we won't belabor the point on that one. And uh, it is what it is. Shout out to Lord 
Larry Leisure in the building, TGIFCGA. Did you hear about the naval captain who pilled Cosby Junior College Kaylee Cadets in the U.S. Marines? Mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. He's a naval captain. He's he's Pill Cosby Junior College Kaylee Cadets. Man almighty. Man, I didn't hear about that. I might have to pull that one up. Maybe not today. Oh, my goodness. And I'm still going on here. Shout out to my friends overcharge me. That Stephen A. Smith post of yours is heat. I'm going to play it later. He says, man said, who sent you? He says, got to be extra careful nowadays. The setup be super sinister. You could reach for the honey, but end up with a handful of Franken beans. Yes, indeed. Yo. And that's you. We're going to show you that a lot of people starting to lean on, on some of the principles that I've been telling you. And uh, one of them is be careful with women. I mean, listen, just because it's easy doesn't mean it's a full go. And a lot of guys are waking up to this reality. Uh, Emmy Udoka is another situation where I said, there, there it is again. I told you. All right. But guys are trying to prove that getting vagina is somewhat of an accomplishment. And it's not half the time. Women are very uh, conscious of the power that they yield in terms of vagina. And they target weak men in order to capitalize off of them. It's not the good old days where they leave with that to try to fall and get you to fall in love. There are some that do, but now they know that if you do it, um, if you do it in a certain way, that they can hold it against you. AD Austin says these females are going crazy out here. The barbarian is past the gate, way past the gate. And he says, and peeking in the window, time to clamp down, boys. I'm gonna doom and gloom. I'm gonna I'm gonna show y'all something here in a minute. Doom and gloom. And let me get over to the super chats. We got a lot of brothers contributing early here. All right. Appreciate the contributions. I'm working two hands and three screens. And uh, uh, uh oh, what happened? I need to resign in. Chief Drum Hacks says if the hater super chat, coach, he says uh, if the hater super chat, maybe it's time to step over them like ish on the sidewalk and keep it moving. It is. Sometimes I got to read it before. Sometimes I don't read it before and catch it. But uh, most people are not haters. They're uh, distracted. All right. They're distracted. There are some haters that watch me. They we, we know this. They've been doing this for a long time. And I love them. You know, as they say, monetize the haters. There's no there's no way you can uh, become something and not have haters. You got to have them. And we love them. We love them. All right. But just don't put me on your level. You know, that's what I that's what I try to teach you men. Haters are great, but they're not on your level. So they don't need to be acknowledged or responded to. They just need to be there. You need to be there. You need to have them there. And have them doing what they're doing, but you don't need to respond to them. You don't need to put them on their level. You just need to recognize that they're not on your level. Thus, that's why they're hating. Mm. All right, where are we at here? He says, uh, Domain Stickle says, I took your advice earlier this week and got my panels done for the first time. I'm 100% clean. And he says, time to hit them streets. In these streets. So if you know you, if you catch the clap or the itchy scratchy, you know who gave it to who. All right. But when you don't have your panels done, you go out there and you slang your salami around and you don't realize you're like, who gave it to who? You don't realize that. So if you come up leaking and drip, drip, dripping and puss, puss, pussing. All right. You know, she gave it to you. And that's you. No free. Hey, Rocky Cage is back. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out to the free agent lifestyle. Rocky Cage. No excuse lifestyle. He says, what's good, coach? It's been a while since I contributed. I've always been busy working, so I haven't seen all of your live streams. Shout out to the coach game. Much love, brother. And good to see you back all right man we got a couple more and then we're gonna get into the show all right i swear i swear i swear henry brazilian says i've noticed a lot of youtubers use your content well that's image image what is it imitation is the sincerest 
form of flattery, but we're gonna show you. Um, now it's not just YouTubers, is well, you said it's yeah, you said YouTubers, it's not just YouTubers, it is TikTokers. Um, as you know, my TikTok is is very much shadow banned. <laughs> I mean, it's completely shadow banned and it reaches still millions of people. Millions of people. Sometimes they shadow ban every video completely, but that means I'm reaching a group of normies, and these normies are starting to repeat talking points. Um, my talking points. My Instagram is over 100,000 followers. I got more followers than booty models out here. It's actually crazy. I'm sometimes I look and go, what am I doing over here? Um, they still won't, they still won't give me the blue check mark though. What up with that? I got more follows than booty models <laughs> on Instagram. And I ain't even showing my booty. I'm not even showing my bunghole. And I'm an old ass man. How come people always think that's going to be an insult to me? They'd be like, you're an old man and I'm winning. <laughs> like I'm little, I'm, I'm, I'm an old man winning where young people win. Like think about how ridiculous that is. How many times have, have you seen old man winning where young people win? Damn. Anyway, so it's crazy. It's crazy. But the normies are picking up something, some of the things that I'm talking about when my 10 to 30 second sound bites and they're kind of repeating them we're going to show you examples of this all right last one castigator with a co-sponsorship he says when you called he says when you get called 511 names for being black and going off the liberal script then they say you they said do biden coach oh okay i'm sorry i messed that up he says but when you get called 511 names for being black and going off the liberal script oh man they hate that but i've been like this for probably over a decade for sure. But um, just so you guys know, I've been I've been walking off the beaten path all my life. So this is somewhat normal for me. Like I was somewhat non-spiritual, meaning I was non-religious for a long time. And I was not afraid to voice my non-religious uh, positions. Not a lot of people were comfortable with that. And people put me to the side and were like, this guy's a little bit odd. I was def definitely anti-marriage even before I got married. So a lot of these points that you think I came up with after my divorce, I was already thinking it and I knew what I was getting into. And it was a self-fulfilling prophecy, if you will. So I already had these opinions, already spoke this stuff before there was YouTube. And if you don't believe me, I mean, I was making videos on Facebook regarding this stuff way before I even tried to enter into the YouTube sphere. It is what it is. But with that being said, it is time to show Doom and Gloom. All right, Doom and Gloom CGA going on here. Doom and Gloom CGA. Let me take this topic list down real quick. And shout out to all my editors. I hope you got paid this week by CGA. They're going to be like, I didn't get my money, coach. Yeah, you got your money. Hey, first item up for bid. Do you guys see this on the screen right here? I'm going to show you. I've been telling you, huh? Haven't I been telling you? What does this headline say? Hold up. Where? I can't even see the headline. There it is right there. Here it is. What does this headline say? Doom and gloom CGA at it again. It says Ukraine war dot dot semicolon. <laughs> Biden says what is what does Biden say? I've done some dumb things. Now do dumb things again. Nuclear risk highest since 1962 Cuban missile crisis holy moly 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 new, 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 new world order. as a matter of fact as a matter of fact now the the people who do these and i can't get the names exactly right but there has been some pharmaceuticals purchased 
that are some pharmaceuticals that treat people that have been exposed to nuclear um, fallout. And uh, I guess if you have access to these particular pharmaceuticals that the United States and Biden has ordered in great, great lengths, I mean, great, great masses, right? That's an indicator that something's going on. Now, they're going to tell you, no, this is what we normally do just to have prevent, you know, there being a safety risk in case something happens. But they did confirm, and this is six hours ago, that the, six hours ago, let me see if I can see how long ago. Yep, there it is right there. Six hours ago. This was confirmed. Biden says our nuclear risk is the highest since the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I don't know if you know the Cuban Missile Crisis. We literally were doing we were doing um, bomb. We were doing bomb drills in our high school, in our middle school, in our elementary school for 20 years since because of that. We were doing it for 20 years. I remember doing little bomb drills when I was in elementary school in the Midwest. They were like, Whoop, and we had to go up, get up. Walk downstairs to the basement, tornado, tornado drills, and all that, and so forth and so on. And but this is our new reality. But of course, <laughs> doom and gloomsy. <laughs> it ain't that bad, Coach. Well, apparently something's about to go down. I have no idea. And uh, listen, it's not something that I have any extensive inside knowledge about. But there you go, right there. I'm not even gonna read the article. That's just a warm up. I just gave y'all a little bit of that. Is CGA right? Is CGA right? I said the barbarian is at the gate. I said the barbarian is through the gate at this particular point. The barbarian is no longer at the gate. The barbarian's inside. And he's swinging. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. Oh, wait a minute. Next topic up of a bid here. Oh, we got this one right here. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I got to get through these stories and close these tabs before my computer overheats. All right, so remember when I tell you um, the junior college is Liddy? Uh, that's not what I want. We're going to share a different screen right there. That was my feet picture collection. If you caught it, somebody can make a video about it. Uh, here it is right here. Uh, obviously women love attention on social media and TikTok and whatnot. And they're making these memes that have hints and hints of truth to them. The comment section is also very revealing in which the comment section will reveal some of these things that we think to be true, to be exactly true. And here it is again. Here's some young ladies posting about when you lack rent. And if you've been following me on CoachGregAdams.Locals.com, you are seeing, oh man, my, my computer, you are seeing that I'm posting you real live images of women who are short on their rent uh, texting me and other men like myself. Uh, they're like, uh, listen, we show, coach, I need some help. Okay. She's like this. I need a little bit of help. And that's you. And so here we are. Let's go ahead and play this clip. And this clip is, uh, this is what your daughters are posting when you don't know what they're posting. These are what your nieces are doing and all that and so forth and so on. I got to go back and get some super chats. I missed some. Okay, let me see. Some of them. Oh, no, we got them. Let's go ahead and play it. All right, so obviously that girl might be 20, all of 20 years old. If that, if that, I have no idea how old she is, but she might be all of 20 years old. But here, here we are, here we are, biting the pillow, talking about what happens when you lack rent, but the landlord can negotiate. Mm. Guys, I keep showing you these clips. And of course, people are like, these are just jokes. Nah, nah, nah. Let's take a look at the comment section. 
and see there's only two comments on this particular one and uh this comment says uh i know that's right friend use what the good lord has blessed you with use what the good lord has blessed you with and this is what people are this is the modern mindset of women under the age of 25 certainly and probably under the age of 30. So when you're thinking about all of these things that dating coaches or philosophies about getting women, you got to think, I just think, you know, Fresh and Fit has the definitely women on one extreme, on this extreme, far, far extreme. But these are where they're getting their cues from, from that generation of women. So when they're on there on Fresh and Fit and you're like, these dumb broads and these dumb boys, blah, 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 blah. well, those women are also getting their walking um, orders or their marching orders from women on their own generation. And this is how they think. Trust me when I say, trust me when I say, women in the Generation Z and young millennials do not have any problem patching up their rent with sugar daddies, landlords, or any of the ilk. I don't know. And that's you. Feet pictures, see, uh, what is it called? OnlyFans. They don't see that as a violation. They don't see that as a violation. And it's not just scab pilling skeezers. I'm just going to tell Your you this. Do, now, I've crossed over into this world, and I'm seeing it. You don't see it because you really haven't come all the way to the dark side. And I get it. And you're like, well, that's just a couple of these women. I'm just telling you, dude. It's more than you know. <laughs> it's cute little girls. It's homely little girls. It's fat young girls, it's college girls, it's escort looking girls, it's your next door neighbor girl, it's the girls next door, and you're going, wow. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's attractive women, it's it's wives, it's wives, I've seen wives do this. It's all, it's there, and you're going, wow. So when you're thinking the strategies of the past, I'm going to cold approach women at the bar. Just realize this. It's fat. I've seen overweight, fat, chunky women doing this. They had no, you'll be like, they have no business doing it. And they're doing it and they're riding the spectrum. It's women that you work with. Women that you work at the shoe store at, right? You work at the shoe store when there's, there's girl, there's the girl you work at the shoe store with is doing it. Yes. I've, I've been there. I picked up girls at the retail boot store, <laughs> jumped in. And not only that, it's, um, Girls that you go to school with. Girls that you go to school with. Definitely. Teachers. It's, dude, teachers. That's another one. It's teachers. I've, I've been, teachers, bro. I'm, I'm, dude, it is, it's one of those things. So, um, anyway, listen, there you go once again. I'm telling you. So, what I was saying was the things that you learned in the past to make it work. If you're a guy that's under 30 and you're going to try to try this with women between the age of what you would say 18 and 30 or 18 and 25, you're about to run into some problems. The problems you're going to run into is that some of these girls are towing the line and the idea that you're just going to be the one that cold approaches them and wins them over or run some game on them when they could dip their toe at any point and go back across there. It's not going to work anymore. Not like it used to, because these people have access to way too many, way too many simps. There's a guy that gave, he sold his kidney to give his girlfriend an iPhone, bruh. It's too much going on. Now 
you can catch up or you can actually try to argue me down. Nobody's tried to argue me down on these points. They just call me names. <laughs> right? Or they try to do something to try to put something together and, and it, it's way out of context. This is what I want people to try to argue me on. Make me pr prove me wrong on this. Nobody's able to do it. All right. So let's take that down and shout out to that uh, uh, glass wearing Nina. Oh, hold on for a second. We, we're going to get into that one next. All right. So we're going to transition. We're going to segue into that next. That's Charleston White that you just heard here. And uh, I've heard Minister Jap. Shout out to Minister Jap. Um, Minister Jap was talking about this, and I listened to one of him, his streams, and he was like, um, you know, the game has changed. Uh, tricking is now uh, the way to go, right? Tricking is now a part of the game. And he's like, what did this, you know, you know, Minister Jap and his, um, his passion. And he was saying, you know, when did tricking become a part of the game? Because back when he started doing content, it wasn't a part of the game. But now he's noticing more people are still talking about the element of tricking, which is a which is a community verbiage for cheat code. <laughs> so it's community ver verbiage of cheat code when essentially where a, a guy does something where the economic prosperity is not able the the normal person in that in that community doesn't have the economic prosperity to compete. So instead, they shame you. But my answer to Minister Jap. And shout out to him. Again, I'm not trying to create beef. I, that's my brother. All right. But my answer to that is when when tricking became normal is when women started to be celibates. That's my answer. Church check in. Church check in. All right. I did a collab already. I did a collab with Minister Jab. It's, I don't know where it is. I put out so much content. I don't know where it is. But when women started to become celibates, Men started to become bits. So what Black Pill D. Luffy is saying is Briefold's law. Men don't change uh, because they men don't change. I'm sorry, men don't change, and then women respond. Women change, and men respond. So when women started to become monetized, men started to get a lane where they monetize them. So it's not that men changed. Now, men could have held the line and said, okay, y'all want to be out here selling. We're not buying. But that's typically not how it works. How Briefold's law works, and when I've done a show on this, is that women control how the sexual uh, exchange is. M women make the rules. Men respond to the rules. That's basically what it is in mate selection. This is meaning just with access to women. Now, when we talk about relationships, it starts to change. The man should start dictating the rules, and that's how it should work. But that doesn't even fly anymore. But Briefo's law is the women changes, they set the rules, and then men change. So let's talk about what Charleston White's going to say. And Charleston White is hit or miss with me too. But he even admits some of the things he says, he's saying it out of a character, and he's dumbing himself down to make himself relevant. And we all know how that works. So shout out to him. And um. Let's see right here. Let's go ahead and play what he says right here. I'm going to have to refresh it. Let's turn the volume up. <laughs> All right. So uh, the, the country, the laws are starting to loosen up. The ideas are starting to loosen up. You see these girls saying they're they need to patch up their rent money. 
because they're show. Your rent's due, And they said, use what the good Lord gave you. <clears throat> uh, municipalities and metropolises are saying, we'll look the other way. You do what you got to do. Not only that, culture is looking the other way. Oh, she's an Instagram model. Well, she's a prostitute. Everybody should know that by now. And if you're still under the illusion that an Instagram model is not a prostitute, you're still in the blue pill world. You're still plugged in. All right. But you also know that there is OnlyFans. You're seeing this. You're seeing women selling feet pictures. And now you're saying it's all for sale now. Okay. Uh, and then we're not, <clears throat> not even talking about seeking arrangement. I mean, that's the whole next level. So we've basically accepted and adopted that these are the new rules. These are the new rules of engagement. And with that, people are responding in kind. And it makes it harder for men who don't have access to resources or that want to keep the old rules back and don't realize the new rules apply. So a man in his 40s, somebody says, no, I'm not playing the video. Oh, you can't hear the video that I showed you. Okay. All right. You couldn't hear the video? Can you hear me? You can hear me, though. Let me know if you can hear me. Okay, you can hear me. All right, so I'll I'll make sure I can show you. You got what I need, but I'll show you. Okay, you, don't worry. Don't worry. We'll show it to you. We'll show it to you. <laughs> All right, you can hear me. But what's happening is men in their 40s, and maybe a man in his 40s that's in a relationship, he might be engaged or in a marriage, 40 plus, he doesn't realize and deal with deal with women below 40. Okay, so he doesn't deal with women below 40 at all. And so he may be sitting back, you know, uh, having a drink, having a whiskey and scotch, reminiscing about the old days going, hey, man, what we used to do was and what we used to do is and we used to do it like this and we used to do it like that. Well, that's the problem for a lot of men that are younger than that, because those rules don't apply. Those rules don't apply anymore. And what's applying is the new Brie Fultz law. So what Charleston White says, and I'm going to have to pull it up, man, I see what happened. I see what I did there. Let's go ahead and stop share. Then I'm going to go ahead and try to share the uh, tab. Let me see here. Let's see if I can do it like that. I don't know how that looking. How that looking? All right. I'm going to see if I can replay, replay that, replay that, and see if you can hear it this time. If you can't get it with your looks, fellas. Most you niggas can't get it with your looks. Uh, if you can't get it with your conversation, most you niggas can't get it with your conversation. What else you gonna do? You can't take it? Yeah, buy it. What buy it? Please buy it. All right. So I shared the tab. Let me know when there's a little bit of a delay. Okay. Anybody hear it now? You can hear it now. So shout out to the brothers here. All right. So as you can hear, I'll play it again just so you guys missed it. And of course, he's playing a little bit of a he's on the extreme, kind of like I'm on the extreme. Let's go hear it again. If you can't get it with your looks, fellas, most of you niggas can't get it with your looks. This is true. <laughs> most of you ninjas can't get it with your looks. By the way, women don't think men are somewhat attractive at all. Even when they think you're attractive, you're not as attractive as they are attractive. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So most of us are ugly. Anyway, when it comes to women, most of us are ugly. I would say 80 to 85% of men are ugly. When it comes to how women view men, it's not based on our physical attraction all the time. There's a very, very select few of men that are actually attractive physically when it comes to what women look like. All right. So when women look at you, they're not measuring up you up just on some sort of attraction physically. 
there's a little bit more. There's always something else that you must have. Let's go ahead and continue. Uh, if you can't get it with your conversation. Yeah, okay. If you can't get it with your conversation. Most you niggas can't get it with your conversation. This is true. Most, most I would say 90% of men are bad conversation wise. Okay, you have no depth to having a conversation with women. So even if you look good, some of you guys open your dumb ass mouth and ruin it. Okay, especially if there's a very attractive woman there. Most of you guys can, can't talk to attractive women. I would say 90% of men cannot talk to women at all. At all. And this is what you guys pay for PUA cor- courses. So what's the next thing? What else you gonna do? You can't take it? Yeah. You can't take it. So that means you can't just club them over the head, drag them into the bushes. That would be a violation. So what's next for you guys in this marketplace? He's going to say, buy it. Boy, buy it. Please buy it. If you can't get it with your looks, fellas, most of you niggas can't get it with your looks. Uh, if you can't get it with your conversation, most of you niggas can't get it with your conversation. What else you going to do? You can't take it? Yeah, buy it. Boy, buy it. Now, Aaron Clary, shout out to Aaron Clary. I'm glad you guys can hear that now. Let me stop sharing the screen. Aaron Clary, he has a, a thing where he, he talks about this, and we're not promoting doing anything illegal. What he's saying is get access by leading with your wallet kind of thing, right? That's what we're, we're not talking about anything illegal. But he says sometimes your biggest frustration is the fact that you can't access women in the way that men are claiming they access women, which is through attraction, which we call looks, looks money status, taking away the, the thing. So you're saying I'm not a person that has an elevated status. I don't have good conversation. My looks are bad. I have a recessed chin. What do I do now? And dating coaches will just say, well, just keep trying. Just keep cold approaching. And what Aaron Clary will say was like, like, let's just go to Renner Center. <laughs> just get that nut off. Just, just, just sometimes you got to just get a layup. And when I coach players, when I coach basketball players, I used to have shooters. I actually, one of the best things I did as a recruiter, unfortunately, this is to my demise, is I recruited three-point shooters. Okay, that was my thing. I was like, I got to have shooters. All right. And then I was always lacking post presence, which you need bigs. But I was always trying to recruit shooters. And I was like, I think if you can shoot the ball, you'll be good. But of course, if a shooter's off, they are off. And when shooters are off, they get frustrated. And what I would tell a shooter was, Sometimes you got to go take a layup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shooters just be standing out there. Oh, my shot is off. And I was like, go get a layup. You need to get your confidence up. Go take a short jumper. Go take a bank shot off the glass driving baseline. All right. I mean, you can't just shoot the shoot until you uh, get it back. Go take a layup. You know, drive to the basket. Let the game come to you. Don't try to force the game. And this is what happens to a lot of guys. They stand outside the three-point line the whole time, shooting, 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 waiting for the game to come to them. Sometimes at some particular point, you got to take the game. And sometimes you got to just go get that nut. Go get that nut off right over there. The renter center is around the corner, bro. Mm. <laughs> go around there. Yep, drive and kick. Get somebody else involved. Drive into the lane, draw, draw to and dish. And then that confidence will let you loosen up when you get back behind that three-point line. But what people keep telling you to do is shoot, 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 shoot. And then you guys keep miss, 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 missing. And the world now allows you to go get a layup. The world now is available to you, right? They allowing you to go get layups. 
and people are becoming more accustomed to it. So then we have to go back to where Minister Jap is and shout out to Jap again, no diss, no shade, no sneak diss, is that when did this change happen? It's when the market started to get monetized. It's when women walked out into the world and said, look, we, we exchanged all the sex off Tinder and Instagram. We did all of that and they got tired of it. Some of them tried to retire it and go get married. And some of them said the next level to this ish is to be celibates. And they said, here's $4.99 for some pictures. Um, here it is, uh, $125 on Figueroa, $500 for a high-class ass. And men started to go, well, okay. Mm. All right, let's look at what Stephen A. Smith said here, and I posted this again. 5011 minutes of the world and feminism proving CGA right. My philosophy was the early ones that got attacked by men that still tried to push us back to 1990. And I said, we're not going that way. We need to go this way because men are starting to realize how to interact with women. Let's go ahead and pull up what Stephen A. Smith said. And it sounds like what CGA was counseling you for in the early 2018. Let's go ahead. And I was ahead of my time. Let's go ahead and pull this up. Let's go ahead and refer wait a minute. You know what? I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to stop that. Let me remove it because you guys might not hear the audio. I'm going to have to share it a different way. Okay, there it is right there. All right, there it is right there. Let's go ahead and roll the film. My check. Yeah, here we go. Let's play it again. Come on, man. I hate when it's... You got to be careful, though. Yeah. You got to be careful. Though. Look at the position I'm in. Come on, man. Come on, man. You 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 think you think that I, I if I I haven't had opportunities to get with folks in the industry or whatever, you know, I ain't playing that game. You know, they ain't worth my check. They ain't, they're not worth what I built to try and accomplish for myself. I'm not going that route. That's just me. They'll send people at somebody like you. Hell yes. And they have. <laughs> yes. And they have. And they have to listen. You can't put you can't put it past anybody because you got people and they listen. They're going to come at you in a variety of ways. I've been in situations where I've been propositioned covering the NBA playoffs, NBA finals. And I'm not saying this is exactly what happened, but I wondered who sent them mm. because the women mm. were a little bit too aggressive. I'm like, like, I don't think I look like Godzilla, but I ain't that damn attractive. Now, this is a little bit too aggressive here. I mean, why are they acting like they got to get with me? So, yeah, yeah. Something's fishy about right. this. You know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't know, but you have that suspicion and that, and intuition that and that success, in, that yeah. intuition, you gotta it, you gotta get in self protective mode. You gotta be like, you know, this is this is a little too good to be true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then something ain't right That's about real. this. You know, <laughs> me I mean, and my I just, yeah, yeah, me, you know, me, 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 you know, me meeting the honey or whatever. All right, fine. All right, that, that you know that happens with all of us. But you know, three women coming up to me at the same time. I, I'm I say, you know, thank you, but no thank you. And they still coming. They don't want to take no for an answer. They trying to find. Find out what whole tradition that you're in. You know, you got to be careful. So, again, rare W by Stephen A. Smith. Rare W. But I've been saying that for quite a long time because I knew my profile and my status was going to rise over time, which most men in this age group, your status and profile is going to rise over time. The ability to get women is going to be way easier. Byproduct of success, I said, is women. Women will start approaching you. Women will start making it easier. Are there going to be models? No. Are there going to be the type of women that approach Stephen A. Smith? No. But some women at your job is going to make it easier. Some women on the street are going to make it easier. Uh, women on Tinder are going to make it easier when you raise your profile. At that point, I said, you need to protect your back. I said, at that point, once you have the status, 
proving that you can get women is useless. Running game is useless. There's no need to. And not only that, banging women who are seem to be easy or at your job is dumb. All peace leave ain't good peace leave. And I've been saying that since 2018 and I've been constantly getting attacked. And now you're starting to hear men call uh, speaking more of my language because of their adjusting to the marketplace. Women are using their peace leaves to set you up. Or women are using their peace leaves to set you up and then playing the victim on the backside. Now, some men are getting real fit, figuring this out. He makes $50 million or so from ESPN. He's not about to fumble the bag to prove he can get women. Now, you, on the other hand, you're not making $50 million, but you be, might be making $80,000 a year. That's enough bag to fumble. Those jobs are hard to find. Do not fumble the bag. And this is what I've been telling you guys all along. And you're starting to hear the mainstream pick it up. Rare W by Stephen A. Smith. Not that often do I agree with him, but he's on point on this one. There's another, this is part of the 5011 minutes of people agreeing with me, doom and gloom style. And then people start to realize once they see Emmy Yadoka's dumbass get set up and you tried to act like you wanted to save Emmy Yadoka, well, he's a dumbass and he will continue to be a dumbass. I don't care what happens after that. He could have controlled that and realized his position. And now people saw that, and I'm glad they're learning. They're going, oh, maybe game don't matter. Yeah, game don't matter at this point. Mm. Or, or with that being said, easy peace leave is not always the best peace leave. When women walk up to you, hi, CGA, I know you. I love your show. I'll open my access to you. And then she's like, open Sesame. And then I always said, remember I said, I said, who sent you? I used to say that on my show. When women come up to me, when I show you that one woman that came up to the bar on me and Mastro's, who sent you? That's what I think when women approach me. Like, who sent you, bro? Like, what, what, what is this? This tends to happen on my members chat when I talk about what happens on Seeking. Women are very aggressive. Hey, I want to meet you. I want to do this. Let's do this now. Can we do this this day? And when they do that, I say no. I'd be like, no, nah, nope. And I show you, I turn women down who are that aggressive because when they're that aggressive, there's something else going on. I'm like, I can't be the only guy on the side. I can't be the only guy here. If I'm at the bar and women are just coming up to me, I'm like, what is going on? Like, what are we doing? It shouldn't be this way. And I, like he said, I'm not the most handsome guy in the world. I admit that. I don't have the six sixes. I admit that. But if they're that aggressive, I'll be like this. I'll be like, wait a minute. And what's probably going to boil it down is your rent's due, motherfucker. So be cautious with your salami out here, gentlemen. That's what we're talking about. We're taking you into the new era. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> we're taking you to the new era. This is the new era. This isn't the 1990s. This is barely even 2010 anymore. We're in 2022. All the bullshit needs to stop here. We should be in, hey, and another thing that I say. And that he said, we should be in protection mode. Let's get to the super chat. We're in protection mode. I'm in protection mode. Right now, you have more and more women willing to put themselves out here right now, right there on your Johnson. And I'm looking at it like, nah, way too much to lose. Way too much to lose. Yeah, nice try, lady. <laughs> all right, but now, nah, all defense. We on defense. I'm slapping the floor. I'm saying, I love defense, and I'm in my stance. 
this ain't the time to be messing around out here anyway uh anyway you're starting starting to see more people talking like i'm talking cga being proved right doom and gloom kevin the software tester says gas is going up again stock up on the essentials man Yep, we got that. We got the, I just showed you, uh, Biden said our nuclear threat is at the highest it's been since the Cuban Missile Crisis, higher than the 1980s in the Cold War with Russia, which was towards the tail end when we got rid of the Cuban Missile Crisis, per se. It's higher than even during Reagan and Gorbachev. That should be remarkable. And by the way, many people in California are experiencing high gas prices, and it might go around the world. You have OPEC uh, pretty much uh, you know, calling Biden's bluff. You got the electric cars, people standing in line. This is a new world. This is a new world. New, 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 new world order. All right. Jabrick says, what would happen if the world is still like the 40s and feminism never happened? What would happen if the world was still like that? Well, we always evolve and change. I was actually thinking about this uh, on a, a something going on here, but I, I, I it slip, slips my mind. But if feminism never happened, I think, you know, the pendulum would have swung so far that uh, like we're, we're experiencing the pendulum sw- swing now. Women at some particular point would have found a way to try to wriggle out of the responsibilities that they were in. But if you think about it, uh, the 1940s, we were in a world war and just coming off a Great Depression. So we're actually going to probably repeat that here in a couple of uh, decades or a decade or two. So could we particularly still be barbarians? Many, many cultures in the 1940s was still somewhat third world. Like Japan had emperors <laughs> and they had great, great many uh, propaganda. Like nobody was in suits and ties. The Middle East was sure straight up barbarians, rocks and stones. <laughs> so if we want to go back to that, that uh, no, no borders were secure. And we were barely a world power by that point. We were just becoming a world power in the 1940s. So there has been a lot that has changed since then. And as Angry Man keeps warning you and talking about this, we weren't, we weren't, we were nothing more than barbarians not that long ago. I would say up until the 1970s, if you will, we were still somewhat barbarians. So let's see here. Shout out to Pimp Skywalker. Coach is right. He says, XXs have a herd mentality and participate in groupthink. If everyone is amoral, they will follow the crowd. They will follow the crowd. And women tend to take the easier route just about on everything. And then when they do take a difficult route, it's a it would be a not difficult route for men. It would be a standard route for men. And they'd be like, I took the hard route. And then you were like, that's our route. That's our standard route. Okay, just a prime example. They'll say, I pay my own bills. I pay my car note. I pay my rent. I pay my telephone bill and my light bill. Well, that's standard for men. Not only do we have to do that as standard, we have to take care of your bills to actually become more than standard. So they will brag about doing something that's difficult and that will be standard route for, for men. Women tend to go, okay, I'll take the easy route. And um, if people rebel against it, we will call them all kind of whores and skeezers. And they will even call themselves all kind of whores and skeezers until they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And now there's no longer whore activity. They're like, that's normal activity. <laughs> like having a sugar daddy or Banging your landlord to patch through rent is normal activity. It's no longer considered low-balling skis or stuff. <laughs> Somebody said they still have an emperor. 
Does he call all the shots or no? Is he like that, like the old school? It's kind of like when the Queen of England used to call the shots, not no more, right? Here we go. Well, definitely not no more. They don't yield that type of power anymore like that. Unless you're the king of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's on symbolism. So monarchies and emperors are symbolism now. They're just tradition. They don't be calling a shot like that. In the 1940s, they called the shot. They call the shots like that. The queen still has power. Hold on for a second. Let's ask her. Uh, let's get her on the line real quick. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, let's see for a second. We got her on the line right quick. We have the queen. Uh, let's see here. Are you still calling any shots at this particular point? No. She said no. She has no shot calling power. Confirmed. Confirmed. She's not calling any shots. <laughs> All right, anyway. Is it too soon for that? Everybody in the United Kingdoms, are you mad now? Y'all mad that I did that to y'all? I just had to prove the point. She ain't calling no shots no more. Yep. So I was right. CGA's right again. <laughs> okay, anyway. Shout out to everybody in the UK. I couldn't get her on the line, but it was... <laughs> all right anyway where are we at here shout out to uh i can't never call uh call your name here but it's we land he says god bless god bless coach keep hitting us with the truth indeed shout out to the medium he says you watched the kanye interview coach nope i gotta catch up to that i'm gonna catch up to that tonight all right marriage is a beta move i love that username he says hey coach hey cga please don't cause drama in the manosphere by talking about somebody's girlfriend negatively the manosphere doesn't need that type of drama well, that clip was from probably two years ago. That was the thing that people don't realize. That was not a current clip. They dug and dug and they dug deep for that one. And it's like, <laughs> all right, but but it probably was uh, something that they had. To, they had to dig deep for that one. Dig, dig deep. But it is what it is. Uh, that was nothing, nothing current. And that was, that's, he said, dig, dug. They went full dig, dug on that one. So anyway, it was completely old news, something that they're trying to uh, make drama hype from somewhere. The clip could have been from two, three years ago, as far as I know. But anyway, we still acknowledging these people. Stop acknowledging these people, please. All right, shout out to Brown310 in the building. Thank you, sir. Jer Jeremy Binion says, more handsome you are, the less you pay. He says, but you always pay. Uh, 40, 50, 60 plus men don't believe this, though. They don't believe it. They don't believe it. 40, 50, 60 year old men don't believe what's going on in this marketplace. Right. So, again, the first of all, we have to get everybody to understand you still pay. You still are taking women out on three dates in this marketplace, which is dumb. Which is dumb. I'm like, if you're still dating, these are pe people who still date. Y'all got to be like, you know, way over 35. You don't realize what's going on. You don't realize what's going on out here. Most of the time you're getting finesse. That's the other thing that women are really doing out here. They're teaching other women how to finesse the hell out of you cornballs. And they're, and they're doing this in, in the face of men still trying to date women. And I'm like, dude, they out here tricking y'all, bro. Like, what are y'all doing? There's a woman that has a whole blog on how to teach women how to manipulate men. 
I'm like, are y'all that corny? Y'all still going, all right, I'll take you out on three dates. Like in 2022, in 2022, really? Oh man, that, that's mind blowing. That's as worse as somebody teaching you how to cold approach. I don't know which one is worse. I think the paying for dates is absolutely atrocious at the in 2022, where they finessing you, they laughing at you. And then in 20, bruh, you're going to spend way more on dating than you will ever spend on any other format that is out there. And you're throwing them under your way. You're burning it. Just stick it in the just stick it in the barrel. Whatever you spend on two or three dates, just stick it in the barrel and light the money on fire. <laughs> Why? And if you're an older guy that dates, well, I'm not messing with them younger girls. You're paying for older women to go eat. You're paying for a woman over the age of 35. And that's you. To go eat food. You're paying a primetime Vanessa, a leftover woman, to go eat dinner. And that's you. Wow. I got money. <laughs> I mean, again, it's an L again. That, that, I mean, where, where? And then they're mad. <laughs> they're mad. They're sitting up there mad. They're making TikToks, these old ass men. Uh, if I take a woman out for date, and if I do this and I do that, hey ladies, if I if we go on three dates, I want you to know, man, would you shut up, your old ass? This sounds ridiculous at this point. Why are you negotiating with older women to take them out for food? And then they can't go to no, they can't. Older women cannot go to no standard ass restaurant. It's hard to impress them because they want you to take them to some shit that they don't go to that often. But most of them have been just about everywhere. They can go to get their own food now. Do you guys know that? You take a woman over 32 out for dinner. She's been to all these restaurants with her gal pals. I saw women getting front row seats at the Lakers game yesterday, uh, the other day. They were at the Lakers games with front row seats of their own. So what happens is then you try to oppress them, impress them. We're going to sit front row. We're going to sit somewhere in the middle of the 100 section. And you take her and she like, ho-hum. She's like, ho-hum. Huh? And you sitting there, <laughs> you ever sit this close to the floor? She's like, I sit. She's like this. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. It ain't the old days where you take a woman out to a restaurant. She's like, this is fabulous. I've never been here before. I've never, I've never ate at a place like this. Thanks for taking me out. They then took themselves out to all the fancy joints and they ordered all the fancy food themselves. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. It's, it was game over. You're not impressing them. They're dead on the inside in terms of that, in terms of experiences. They're dead. They could do their own. This is the one thing I love about feminism. They could do their own shit. Oh, well, you could go in. The, you can fly yourself to Paris. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to Paris. You want to come? Oh, I would love to come. Okay, pay your ticket. You know how to pay. You got your own money. If you over the age of 23, you got your own money. Once you hit 25, 26, 27, 28, up into 30, 32, you paying half the time. You, you paying your way. You ain't just about to come ride with me. Come on, man. Shit. 
they done done all the shit, helicopter rides, simps and tricks. They finesse dudes for helicopter rides and helicopter tours. They got all the photos of them with the helicopter, the, the uh, microphone and the headphones on looking out. They got that picture already. They've ate at the rooftop, rooftop bar restaurant. They've done that shit already. They've been to Tulum and Cancun and Cabo. They've been all of that. They've been to Jamaica and all that shit. They've been to Mastro's and Fleming. They've been on yachts. Come on, man. They didn't put helicopters on yachts. They did all that shit already. Now you doing it, trying to impress them. They got front row seats to the Lakers games already. They done done that. If they didn't pay for it, some other man has paid for it. They've been to doo-doo Dubai. Look, man, if you're paying for that at this particular point, and the reason why men pay is because they and trying to impress them, right? You're trying to impress the woman. I'm going to impress you. Dude, th that's dumb at this point. They've already done that shit. <laughs> they're numb by the time that if they're over 30, they've already done it. So it's dumb to do it to try to impress them and think you're getting a leg up. I used to have this older dude. He used to go on dates on Match.com. And I would ask him, okay, what you do on your date? Well, <laughs> and he thought he was doing something. You know, I took her to Mastro's. Like everybody else, what the hell? I guarantee you she's been to Mastro's at least 10 or 11 times because everybody does that. That's not impressing them, trust me. That's just like, that's standard shit now. Because now when I take her ass to Texas Roadhouse with all the peanuts and shit on the floor, she's going to be looking like, hmm. <laughs> I guess you want to clap these cheeks. Yep. All right, go in the White Castle and order yourself a burger. Let's go. Let's get it and go. And she knows where she stands. And she'll order her White Castle burger and her jack-in-the-box burger and get our, we get our ass on. And that donkey taco from Del Taco. Hey, it's Del Taco today. You know where you stand. But anyway, shit. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, let me, let me stop here. I got I to gotta get over here. I got to get over to Cash App. All right, shout out to XL Pro Services in the building. Thank you, sir, for being here all, all the time. Uh, I got you, brother. Henry Resilient, thank you, man. I think I figured out. Henry Resilient, you were the one that told me how to figure that out, and that was a great one. Shout out to JT in the building. He says, vote or no fucking. I guess I'm voting Republican. Shout out to you. All right, those Democrats. Democrats be interesting out here. They lowballing you, brothers. They lowballing you. Signing back into Venmo and PayPal. I'll do a couple, get back to the show. Okay, nobody on Venmo or no new ones, but it's all good in the neighborhood. We also got, uh, oh, we got three here on PayPal. Then we'll get back to the show. All right, we got Warren in the building. Coach, he says, are you getting shadow banned or something? I'm subscribed and receive all notifications and usually get a notification of your upcoming streams. But for about a week, I have to search your channel to see. When you're going live, YouTube be tripping. Dude, I'm shadow banned on every platform. I, I just become accustomed to it. And again, I have to work double, triple, and top, sometimes 10 times as hard just to even get even with people. But I still do what I do. Shout out to New. Is this Newski? Or D, D New. He says, um, rap group Migos broke up because Offset smashed Quavo's ex-Sweetie. Is Offset not with... um? Cardi B. And then he says, men don't mess with your homies, girls. Like, come on. That's what I don't get, man. Listen, I mess with people in area codes. All right. I'm on that ludicrous. I do the area code thing. I mean, there's too many. 
I don't do like I'm not going to smash my homeboy's girl. I'm not going to smash coworkers. I'm not going to smash neighbors. Like I have rules to this. It's, I'm not going to smash wives. I just smash people. I keep them 45 minutes to an hour, hour and something away. And there's no long term, no, this is relationship. Uh, you can't just drive up to my damn house most of the time. I want to make sure you live far away. That is a commitment to keep come up and sneak up on my ass. <laughs> okay. You stay your ass over there. Stay your ass over there. But don't do these things with this thing where you got to smash your homeboy's girl. And I, don't even hit on your homeboy's girl. Don't even have conversation with people's wives. When, when Mary, if I know a woman's married and she comes up and have a conversation, specifically a neighbor, a married neighbor, and the wife comes up and talks to me, I'll be like, where's your husband at? I will keep the conversation short as hell. They'd be like, oh, hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, trash day is this day and uh, mail pickup. And have you seen the mailman? Where's your husband at? <laughs> I need to be like, hi and bye. I don't want nobody peeking out their damn window. Oh, I saw the neighbor's wife with her titties out. No, 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 no. I ain't trying to mack the neighbor. I'm not trying to mack no old ass woman that want to give me some peace leave. No, no, dude, there's so many women out here. I could drive 45 miles, 45 minutes away and go get that. Ladies, if wives want to leave their area code and come get hop on my salami, fine with that. But not no local wife where the dude could just drive up and oozy all up on my damn uh, garage. No, lady, where is? Dude, you guys got to have a philosophy on this. Same thing as if you want the girl next door and you know she need a little bit of money for her college books. Make sure she ain't the girl next door. <laughs> right where her mother and father come home and then she's standing up there leaving your house and the neighbor see her tipping up in your garage <laughs> jumping over your back wall nah dude if you want the girl next door make sure that broad is way over there across town in her dorm not the actual girl next door all right stop doing these yes these are death by simp ass uh uh, situations where you create problems by it for yourself. You're going to create problems because one of these days you're going to be like, oh, it's cool. You know, I know when the parents come and go and then the girl next door comes over and she gets her junior college books paid for and then you clap them cheeks. Well, the neighbors see her sneaking in and out the house. All right, somebody's ring doorbell is catching her ass coming in and out of your house. <laughs> and they're going to call up your ring doorbell. They're going to look. They're going to look up the neighbor. The neighbor's ring doorbell is going to see her. What? Is that Kaylee going over to CCGA? How dare he bang the neck? And he going to go knock on, he going to go knock on your neighbor's door and say, do you know your daughter when you at work is jumping over the fence on my ring doorbell? Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always know it fits. I like being single. No, I've never been. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm just saying you got to have rules of engagement. When you sloppy, sloppy shit happens to you. Sloppy shit happens to you. I that's and we're gonna get into that. I think it's the Emmy Udoka situation coming up next. All right, shout out to uh G Hardaway says, What's up, coach? He says, Was talking to a 31-year-old Kaylee last night that I met on a dating site. Big mistake. The conversation started out going then good. 
Then the spirit of rebellion came out, which will come out. You always must challenge them. And she turned into a combative feminist, Karen. Kaylee's turned to Karen. And it says, in a matter of minutes, it's funny how educated white women are. Uh, think they are smarter than everyone. He says, I should have picked younger. As younger, Kaylee's just want to have fun. Back to the junior college I go. Can I get the... I got money. Yeah, 31 is way too old, in my opinion, because they have already experienced a level of life that you have not. And they've already failed in massive uh, ways. And they will try to fake their way into believing that they're just a regular, average, normal woman until you challenge them. And the feminism will creep out like, if I'm with women that are in that age range, 30, 31, 32, they are fake. The fakeness of their encounters and conversation is so apparent to me. It's completely fake. And the flirtation and the things that they're using is so fake. I'd be like, oh, my God. I was like, do you see yourself? <laughs> okay. I'm like, do you see yourself flirting? Do you see yourself having these conversations? Like, you're so fake. And the reason why it's fake and it appears fake is because they've already been here for four, four 15 years. Four, uh, for 15 years, they've been on and off dating, on and off this, on and off the carousel, and they're trying to act pure and nice and innocent. And you know, they've been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. It's very apparent. Okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm online. I'm trying all these things. But like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all? I don't know. Help me out. By, by 31, 32, it's a wrap in, on the inside. Don't say that. That doesn't mean I, I could be decent compadres with them to an extent. I got to keep them. But they're not selling you romance and flirtation at that point. They're there as a parasite. Like they're not selling you anything good. Whatever they're selling you, they've already given away for free massively. And then they try to flirt and bat their eyes. I'm like, hey, would you sit down with that bull? Sit down. Stop doing that flirtation shit. You look goofy to me. All right, stop. All right. I can't stand older women that flirt. I'm like, we don't have to do this, ma'am. We don't have to do this. <laughs> you making yourself look bad. All right, Emmy Yudoka situation. I'm going to see if I can get through these quicker. Quick, 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 quick. All right, the Emmy Yudoka situation. And the reason why I want to touch on this is just as a follow-up. It's right here. Um, It says right now it is revealed that the person that he cheated on was the 34 year old. And uh, like people said that, that it's going to be this woman, right? So this is official Boston, the Boston organization or whoever has now reported that this is official. This is what we thought later in the week when this was released later on, it became apparent that it was going to be this woman. Now um, she's a 34 year old mother of three mm. married mother of three. Now, the significance that I want to do on the update here is that she was a member of the uh, Boston Celtics organization. 
and she's indeed the, the VP's wife. So there was a bunch of things that Emi Yudoka and his slang and his Johnson around recklessly violated a number of principles of rules of engagements that he violated. And this was one of them. Now, the deepest one that he violated, which is what there he is right there with Nia Long, the deepest one that he violated. Gentlemen, I want you guys to think long and hard about this one is he went for a innocent Kaylee. OK, I want you to think about this. He went for the fresh turnout on his job while she was married and while he was engaged. And how do I know it's a fresh turnout? Well, he went with the Mormon chick. He went with the Mormon chick who was had close ties with the president of the organization. So not only was it Danny Ainge's long-term, long-time family friend and Mormon friend, we'll get into that as I read that part. He went in on Danny Ainge's longtime family friend. He went in with the Mormon normie. Ch if you know anything about religious people, AKA hardcore Christians, Jehovah witnesses, Mormons. Um, I'm trying to think uh, Muslims. You don't mess with them. Leave them alone. Again, people who you should leave alone. Mormons. Okay. Married Mormons. <laughs> you messing with a married Mormon. You deserve to get thrown out. All right. You mess with lukewarm Christians that be in the club shaking their ass and be out there with the Holy Spirit on Sunday. That's a fair one. That's fair. Fair ball. Foul ball. <laughs> what? More? Dude, you asking for it. So let's go ahead and yeah, Hebrew is like Hebrews. All right. Orthodox. Orthodox, you know who's. Don't mess with them. Why are you going to run game on them? Now, if you're a guy. You're going to say run game or Mormon chicks. Okay, you, you ask it for it because they're going to come in with pitchforks. Yeah, the, the you-know-whos, the traditional orthodox. Leave them alone, bro. There's nothing to prove here. Nothing, leave them alone. So he went Mormon. <laughs> he went BYU special. Let's go ahead and see. And this is how you violate. All right, there's rules to this thing. If you want to mess with skeezers, mess with skeezers. Uh, there's no... The whole ward is going to come with pitchforks. And the fact that, let's see if I can get the details out so it can make sense to you people. I lived in Salt Lake City for almost three, two and a half years. I know Mormon chicks, and I left some of them alone, most of them alone. I was like, all right, so we already know she was the VP. She's the VP's um, wife. She's a female employee in the team service manager. Her name is Kathleen, let's put her name, say her name, Kathleen Nemo Lynch, age 34, a married mother of three. I'm under the opinion, this is just pure speculation, that he might have got her pregnant, which is a very, very, I mean, you talk about violating. The Celtics had not identified the woman Yudoka was involved with, but Lynch's name has been leaked online. She served as the team's liaison, arranging travel lodging and game tickets for the Celtics, family members at home and road games, and is likely to have arranged travel for Yudoka's fiance, actress Nia Long, which we all speculated. A source familiar with the investigation told Daily Mail that the affair was consensual, short-lived for a short period of time, and had ended by the time the investigation got started. So they're saying it was over, but that's not why I got him in trouble. He violated too many rules. And it says right here, Lynch had a long-standing personal ties with the team's legendary former player, Danny Ainge. 
So for the people who don't know, he's the team's executive director of basketball operations, which is essentially the uh, somewhat the president of the organization, meaning the president of basketball operations, not of the entire operation. And for people who grew up in the 80s, Danny Ainge was the shooting guard on the three-time champion, 1980s champion, uh, Boston Celtics. So he was kind of like the Bill Lane beer before Bill Lane beer. He was like a rough, rugged little, um, if you didn't like the Celtics, you definitely didn't like Danny Ainge as a player. But um, if you did like the Celtics, he was one of your favorite players because he would he would, uh, he would, would mess with Byron Scott. All right, he would be all in Byron Scott's face back in the day. But uh, let's continue here. It says Ainge, age 63. Yeah, he played for the Phoenix Suns with Charles Barkley. So Ainge, age 63, is a fellow devout Mormon, and he helped her, Kathleen, get the job. So Danny Ainge played at BYU. If you know anything about Brigham Young University, I mean, Brigham Young University is essentially an all-Mormon school. I mean, like 90% of the students there are Mormon, and they dream of going to BYU. Like, it's the it's like a part of the mission. So he plays there. You can't even really hold hands and kiss and fornicate at BYU. I had a friend of mine that grew up, I grew up with who played football at BYU. You can't even go out there and openly mack to students at BYU. It's a very, very, very old school in terms of relationships. You can't go out running around ho-hopping at BYU. You got to be on, if you do it, you got to be on the super sneak tip. And by the way, they got the best playing Jane Cayley's out there. You can't, I, I would venture to say you can't barely hold hands with someone that is not probably your fiance on BYU's campus. Like, it's very strict. So BYU has that going on here. A lot of people are engaged to be married, a lot of students, by their junior year at BYU. Yep. Um. Anyway, <laughs> here it is right here. And so this is his family friend. That's Danny Ainge's Mormon family friend that grew up in the same hometown as Danny Ainge. And she went to BYU. And Emmy Yudoka's dumbass violated that. Okay, so listen. Now, they're saying that had nothing to do with the, the length of his suspension. But what I'm telling you, men, is sometimes when you're dumb, <laughs> when you're dumb and you do dumb things like this, this is the reward you get. This is a this is a woman he should have stayed clear away from. All the signs were there. We men have to be very, very special about what we do out here. If you want to slang Johnson, do not mess with white Mormons that were grew up in hometowns and went to BYU. Married with three kids. Stop. If I went to BYU's campus right now, I wouldn't even, they wouldn't even let me in the door. <laughs> they wouldn't even let me in the door. They would be like, let me look you up. Oh, hell no. You ain't coming in here. Because I would be up in there. I'm in heaven. And not only that, a skinny white woman, a flatback, a vice president's wife at that dude. This dude violated too many damn laws. He's this anyway, says right here, a source familiar with the investigation told Daily Mail that Ainge learned earlier in the summer that the Celtics had initiated an investigation again to into Yudoka's relationship with Lynch. But he did not intervene in the investigation or decide the length of suspension. I, I probably I think that's a lie. The source added, however, that Ainge was deeply disappointed by the affair, especially given the fact 
that they have families. Let's go into this. Says Lynch has known Ainge and his family for well over a decade, sharing a hometown, college, and workplace with the basketball hero. Dude, this woman should have been clean off limits. Ainge left the Celtics. Okay, here over a second. Here it goes right there. Let me see here. The relationship to the Ainge family or where she went to school or her religious affiliation had nothing to do with the severity of the punishment. That's going to be a lot. That's a lot. All right. I mean, I mean, you could say that, but the fact that I think Ainge was definitely heard about this situation. They like, man, that's like messing with um, like you have a friend and um they have a daughter or a, a friend of his daughter, and you go in on her. <laughs> they gonna be like, Okay, dude, yeah, we we slinging Johnson around here, dude. We we doing this, we in these streets, but some women are off limits. You got to look, we slinging Johnson around here. Yo, we good, but do not mess with my daughter's friends. Like, come on, man. Like, you don't do that. And we talking about older legal daughters, older legal, older legal. We can't, we got to draw the line somewhere. There's always rules. Draw the line. This dude stepped over every line. And this is why I think he's done for what he did. He says right here, Lynch, who grew up in an active Mormon family. Not only are they Mormon, they're active. If you don't know anything, and I'm not dissing the Mormon culture, these people are serious about their religion. <laughs> they're serious. Like, they will excommunicate family members, and that's not something about death. They will kick you out the whole family if you don't believe they stuff. You don't believe the Mormon stuff. And you'd be like, nah, I'm, and they call them, they call some of these people Jack Mormons when you're not active. They call them Jacks. You're a Jack Mormon. You're a Mormon by affiliation, but you're not really in. They will cross your name out of the whole book of Latter-day Saints. They will go down to the whole damn capital and they will cross your name out. You ain't in the book no more. You out. You out the whole family. So they're active. And here's Demi Yudoka cracking her back. And I'm going to just say, potentially, here's the woman right here. He says, Minos. This woman probably don't had maybe two men in her whole life. She probably had redacted. He probably, she probably only slept with two men her entire life. If she's an active woman, this is just on paper. And Emmy Yudoka is one of them. Says right here, she grew up in an active Mormon family, living for years as a teenager in Wellesley, Massachusetts. Angel's then hometown, where he was, where he and his wife were raised, raising a family of six. Sorry. It says she later attended college with Danny Angel's daughter. There you go. Daughter's friend at the basketball star's alma mater, Brigham Young University, a school in Provo, Utah, sponsored by the Church of Latter-day Saints, uh, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So there it is again. I just said that. That was Danny Ainge's daughter's friend. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And so now she's like in her religion. She's like, I grew up to believe whoever I get his peace lead to. I'm attached to it now. Mormon flatback. There she is with. Yo. Oh, he got the Mormon outfit on and everything. I'm glad they blurred the baby out. Yeah, dude, dude, dude. 
he got the he got the outfit on like he coming to knock on your door right now. He coming to knock on your door right now and get you to convert. When I lived in Salt Lake City, they would knock on my door. I would open the door and they would be like this. <laughs> he cracking the back of a Mormon chick. Oh, man. Good Lord. There's Danny Ainge from back in the day. All right, so that's the update on Emmy Yudoka. Uh, guys, you guys have to have that rules of engagement. If you're going to be reckless around here, you got to have rules. No neighbors, no wives, no daughters, friends, uh, no people, no neighbors, daughters. You got to start drawing the line somewhere. It's too much easy access to women to be out here just slinging Johnson recklessly. Yeah, she's a five in the face. <laughs> He said, biggest head coach L in NBA history. Absolutely reprehensible, man. I can't feel bad for him and be like, how come they haven't revealed the person's name? Now that they revealed the person's name, I think he's a bigger idiot. I'm like, why do you, oh my Lord. Shout out to, um, where are we at? Brown 310. Shout out to you, Jeremy Binion. I got you. Uh, Black Pill D. Luffy says, I was destined to be a bachelor from a young age. And now as an adult, women renting out for just as little as $200 is amazing. I'm renting out forever. Yeah, something's going to have to change drastically, which it will maybe in 10 or 15 years, where that may not seem like a good idea, maybe because the, they're going to be infected and infested. And so you'd be like, that's not even a good idea. But uh, by then, it'll be game over for just about everything. Game over. Shout out to Gamer Life 22 He says, hey, CGA, it's been a while, but what is the dark side you mean, guys? doing p for p he says if that is the case call me the dark vader in the building <laughs> <laughs> the dark side is not p for p, p per se but it is just realizing a point of relationships that a lot of normie guys can't realize like for instance impressing women right that's a that's a light side that's that's on the light side of the moon you're doing the light side of the moon trying to impress women on a date if she's over 23 it's almost damn near impossible to do that, it's a wasted effort. So that would be a light side activity. The dark side would be acknowledging, acknowledging that you're not there to impress them on that state. So you're going to try another way to get around all of that. Okay. But it is what it is. All right. Uh, Rocky Cage says, whole masculine frame, coach. Ha, ha, ha. It's funny that people get mad at the same things you say until the real reality hits. He says, they know you're right. They just don't want to accept it. I'm going to show you this. I believe it's the next clip of people saying my saying something that I've said for years and they say it in a different way. And people are like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's what I was saying. But it took me a while for, to say it and some people to listen to it for now to us to accept it. Or a woman will uh, use it as a joke to actually demean a man. And then all the women in the comment section be lighting them up. Oh, yeah, that's what I do. That's so me. And I'm like, that's exactly what I tell you to avoid right there. But I'm a misogynist for telling you. Stormy says, pretty petite girl at the gym told me she planned a seven-country safari throughout Africa when I mentioned where I'm from. Okay, and I think you're so for Africa. You says, I, can't, I cannot afford her buzzer. That's going to be another one. Uh, that's one of the things that's kind of ruined marriage on the woman's perspective. If any women are listening to me, I'm going to just tell you something. Again, most men are designed to give to women. 
Like that's how we do. Even in the sexual nature, I give, you receive. Men take pride in gifting the women to women. Now we've kind of been turned off from giving to women and because of equality and feminism. We now say, okay, what are you bringing to the table? Meaning because you're equal to me in status, you're equal to me in per being protected, you're equal to me in earning potential. So you need to bring something to us. So that's kind of tainted relationships in, in marriage. But that being said, if a man cannot feel that he can afford you because your standards are too high, because you can't be impressed, because you have more degrees than an thermometer. college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. If you've been everywhere. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Then a man is going to go, well, I have nothing to give you. And then she can say, I, you do have something to give me. And they'll take whatever they can get from you. But it's not out of authenticity. It's not out of respect. Oh, I'm glad my man do these things. They basically were like, that's standard. Have you ever heard a woman say, a man took me out for dinner and he, he did something standard. He'd be like, okay, what did he do for you? Oh, he took me to Fleming's. He took me to Ruth's Chris. We had a tomahawk steak. We ate dinner, three glasses of wine. That's standard. <laughs> You're like, God damn. By the way, speaking of this, I have to push this video up, this part of the article up. This is the Nia Long. Everybody kept saying, how dare him cheat on Nia Long? I'm going to just leave this up here for a minute. Y'all can see this, right? This is the person that y'all keep saying, I'll dare him cheat on Nia Long. This is the picture y'all should have put up. When y'all kept saying, how dare him cheat on me alone? Mm. <laughs> All right. Y'all kept putting up that picture in um, Friday. Y'all kept putting up that picture of her jogging on Friday. Now, compare the two. That's Nia Long and this the woman he dated, which y'all kept calling a four. All right. Now, uh, according to my math, this woman's beating Nia Long by a country as long as mile. Okay. All right. That ain't the Nia Long from a long time ago. This woman right here, this plain Jane Becky from, from BYU beating Nia Long by a country as long as country as mile. All right. It ain't even close. All right. How dare him cheat on the queen? Where? With all, all the airbrushing and lightning. What? Mm. <laughs> what? Let's get it straight. This ain't 1996 no more. Emmy Yudoka coming home to that. Bruh. This ain't the Love Jones Nia Long. This is the long-ass country, long-mile Nia, Nia Long. Gee, look at this. He got the flat back over here. He got flat backs here. And this the one he coming back to. She. Anyway, let me stop. Y'all, we need to get it together. Seems like she let herself go. When when wives renege on you during vacation, what is the one thing that I've been telling you about when you go on vacation? Okay, if my if my computer shuts off, I'll be back. When I say these stories, I used to say women will say what they're going to do if they take you on a vacation. Typically, wives are going to say this. So when I get there, I'm going to give you that peace leave like I give you in Columbus, Ohio. You ain't seen nothing. 
until when we get to Bora Bora. When we get to Bora Bora, I'm going to put that thing on you. Remember I used to say that? I used to tell these stories a lot. And I said, they're going to renege. All of a sudden, they're going to eat some pork chops on the trip, and they're going to get gas. All of a sudden, they're going to get bubble guts. All of a sudden, they're going to be like, I threw you one piece. All of a sudden, they're going to wait for you. All right? You're on a five-day trip. They're going to wait till day number three and four to start putting out because they want to go shopping inside the village and go get all the knickknacks and all that stuff and haggle with people for little shit that they ain't even going to use when they get back to the United States. So I say this because this is a trick that people do use and women do promise things and they're they're going to renege, right? So I've been telling that story for quite often. Now, of course, it didn't take very long for, for, um, for TikTok to prove me right. And TikTok has been one of those things that have been proving me right for a long, long time. And this does defeat the conversation that we're having. Where are you meeting these women? This is toxic. It doesn't take long to look in the comment section to realize wives got a little plan going on here. Let's go ahead and show you and roll the film. I think this is it right here. Yep, this is it. We're going to share it so you can hear it. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I got to go to this screen. Uh, Let's go ahead. So let me see here. I'm going to go up to this point right here. Here it is. My husband waiting for me to do all the freaky things I said I would do if he took me on vacation. I'll read it again. This woman's going in on this one. This is what revitalized with Rachel's going in. Exactly. But these are when I say these are humiliation rituals. These are jokes. These are all blue pill jokes that everybody laughs. <laughs> I do similar. <laughs> yeah, I make my woman, I make my husband beg me for sex after three days. And then I finally give him a lazy blowjob. They're bragging. But I'm doom and gloom. And look at this gump playing part in this. She's laughing at him. I'm correct again. 511 minutes of feminism of the world proving dome and gloom CGA right. And many husbands then get stuck in these marriages. See, you can't just divorce a woman for this because if you do, you're going to be called toxic. And they're going to say, well, your wife doesn't owe you anything. Did you treat her right while she was on vacation? Well, she was the one telling me she was going to jump all over my salami at vacation. And she did not. And she's laughing about it. Let's go ahead and roll the film here. Yeah, uh, these are the things that they consider jokes. Now, I've showed you several clips of women doing similar things like this that they you will use you as. Uh, humiliation. This is how they see many husbands because they're not sexually aroused or attracted by you. They use other, they, they measure you up for other things. Well, he's a good guy. He's stable. He makes a good income. He comes home. He's a good man and blah, blah, blah. Then they're going to have to say, well, when I get to a vacation, man, I'm going to, I'm going to put that peace leave on you. Thank you for taking me on vacation. If you take a girlfriend on vacation, they'll do stuff like this. They'll be like, well, remember the whole episode, uh, the, the guy that flew the woman in, and then she wasn't giving him no leg. And then he was like, you supposed to give me some legs. She said, I don't owe you anything. If you don't negotiate this up front or if you don't pay up front or if you don't pay for it, then you're going to be falling, your, falling in these situations. They think this is a joke. 
But I've been warning you that married women do this and they all think this is blue pill. Oh, yeah, I do that to my husband, too. I told him I was going to do all of that. I gave him two pieces of leg and that was it. Let me read some of these. All I'm saying is that the things you promise, they'll happen. He says maybe with someone else, but they will. Wow. Somebody says right here, I understand it's meant to be a joke, but some things are kind of just toxic behavior, even if they can be framed with the joke. So a lot of people are seeing this in relationships and marriages as these are jokes, blue pills laugh, but this is what we call abuse and toxic behavior. Now, in the past, men used to say this is toxic behavior and they would call us toxic masculinity or they would call us beta males or whatever they would call us. But now people are realizing because CGA has been talking about it for a long time. Now they're realizing that this is toxic bullshit. And when divorce happens now, all of a sudden it's not Jermaine's fault, right? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's yeah. always Jermaine's See, because fault. if you complain about this type of stuff, you're bitter and you're hurt. Your ego, your ego's fragile. If you complain about this, well, you wasn't hitting it right. It's your fault. But you're seeing the toxic behavior on display. This woman went in on a big one right here. says right here, because women do leverage sex in marriages, which I say, this is why marriages are failing, because women don't understand that there's a line. You leverage sex to get marriage. But once you get into marriage, if you're still leveraging sex, your marriage is going to fail. Meaning, okay, you need to do this. We need date night. I need to feel special. I need to do this. Take me out here. Take me on vacation and I'll do this and I'll do that. This is reasons why women are failing in marriages because they still leverage vagina. Well, I already done paid up front for it and I've already signed a blank check, check for it if it doesn't work. Why are you leveraging sex in a marriage? This is where people are super shallow and women don't have anything else to leverage. They leveraging sex in a marriage. It's sad. And then the guy ends up saying, well, I'm just not going to try anymore. And then hence the marriage is over once he stops initiating because you played with him. You played with him and now he doesn't want to initiate. And now the marriage is doomed from there. It's doomed. And then eventually you're going to start initiating. He's going to start turning you down. He's going to cheat on you. And then you're going to blame him. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Let me go ahead and uh, read this specific comment. This is a woman writing this. One of the reasons people get married is for sexual access. We've been saying this. Now people are starting to realize this and vocalize it, especially if you are a spiritual person who cannot, uh, who chose not to sleep around. You are committed only being intimate with the other person, which is something I've been saying. I've been saying, look, he already can't sleep with anyone else without a penalty. Why are you fooling with him with sex? You shouldn't have been fooling with him with sex. He already has a penalty for sleeping outside. So he's double booked. He's double booked with you finessing and leveraging it. And then he gets a penalty if you don't pay up. All right. And she says, you are committed to each other being intimate, only being intimate with the other person. It is cruel to marry someone you do not want to have sex with often. It's hurtful to make promises you do not fulfill. Over time, that will cause distance between you both, she says. This is a joke, but it's messed up. People fall in love with the idea of marriage, but don't understand what it means. Women get upset at their husbands because the husband wants to initiate, and husbands are angry at the wives for not being intimate. Sex is a huge part of marriage. To me, uh, it's one of the only parts. It's money, sex, and children. That's it. 
Sex is a huge part of marriage. If you are not attracted, uh, your fiance, and I think she meant to your fiance, and want to, well, she's messed up here. Want it often, don't get married. If you're not attracted to your fiance and you don't want it often, don't get married. Just like if you don't agree on how to raise kids, it's that serious. Now, this goes to the Alpha Bucks. I'm sorry, Alpha Bucks, Beta Bucks. Alpha Bucks, Beta Bucks. So a lot of women will marry you. And that's you. After the Alpha has in, uh, imprinted them. And then they will marry a man for everything other than sexual attraction. Well, he has these things. And he has a house. And he has a car. And he, has, he takes care of his kids. And he's a good man. He's stable. He has a dad bod. I think I can control and manipulate him. And she's not sexually aroused by him so that then when she has a duty to perform, we say she lies on her back like a Carl's Jr. star. She gives him marital missionary. She gives him pity sex. They marry men for retirement plans, which is a finesse. And these are the type of activities that they engage in. And this is how she treats you when you take her out. I'm telling you, people do this way more they do this way more than you would know. And if you've never been married, you don't know. This is a very common thing to happen in a marriage. And they think it's funny. Let me play this clip and I'll play another clip to show you that this happens. And the normies are like, yeah, this is normal. <laughs> Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> comment dude is calculating uh dude is calculating how much other stuff he could have done with this money and he probably set himself back and he took off two weeks from his job and this is what he got he could have went straight to the junior college uh let's play this clip just so you know that it's very common for wives to do this especially when you're in long-term marriages after that means after six seven eight years are you serious I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing? No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. You pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? In the normie world, in the marital world, especially of older married people, meaning 38 and above, that is normal. And I'm probably going to say it's worse than that. It's worse than that right there. Now, younger marriages might be a little bit different, uh, but in the normie world, now you got to think there's some people that are not as, uh, as normal, right? They're out. They're not NPCs, so they they know what's going on. In the normie world, that is a normal interaction in a marital bedroom. And it's considered a violation on the male part. The female is like, 
I don't owe you nothing. I don't need to do anything. I, I haven't showered. You haven't made me feel special. The kids are going to wake up. 50, 11 excuses. And you're going to, they say, just put up with it. Now you'll do that for a year too. You'll cheat on her and they be crying. They be out here. And it's all Jermaine phone. It's always Jermaine phone. Meanwhile, you got the whole Facebook special of photos with your happy wife. Hi. Oh, we're so happy. This is how you looking on Facebook. Wait a minute. Oh, I closed down. I closed down the, the thing here. Wait a minute. All right. I'm giving y'all too much. So, dude, let me tell you, it is crazy. Thanks, thank God for uh people that are seeing this toxic behavior. Jay Fields is in the building. Coach, you got me laughing in the office. You're not laughing. We call it sniggling, right? When you're in the office and you're watching, listening to my show. All right, you can't look at the video. You my man sniggling. Jay Fields is sniggling in the office. Double A sets coach for president in these streets this weekend. Oh, we ready. In these streets. We ready in the building, man. Shout out to you. We got everybody on Venmo, Larry Leisure, Fact CGA. He says, I was getting slurped Roski from a flatback albino Kaylee at a liberal art school in Massachusetts freshman year, and she transferred to BYU and was engaged by her senior year. 100%. And not only BYU is like that, it's um, it's um, all the schools in Utah are typically like that. Uh, Weber State, when I actually was coaching, we would play all those schools, and we used to get media guides. I used to read about the players to put them in a scouting report. And half the team at Weber State and BYU and University of Utah, um, uh, Utah Valley State, they were all engaged to be married by junior year. And then they were like, what did you want to do in the future? I can't wait to raise a family and be a wife. <laughs> like, they wasn't like, I'm going to get a job. So I could focus on my career. Half the, half the players were engaged. Some of them were married. And they were playing college basketball. Junior and senior year, they were full on married. It's very, very common in Utah. Utah is a different thing. Utah is a different animal. Utah is a different beast. Dating in Utah is a bit different beast, all of that. Shout out to Travis Cook joining the dark side, answered so many questions I've had. Yep, everything will become clearer. He says, now I know how the coffee shop barista is able to post pics of gourmet food and trips to Miami while making $11 an hour. When you join the dark side, things will become, you'll get answers to questions that sometimes you might have had to answer. And you'll be like, no, not her. Not her. She wouldn't do stuff like that. Yes, she would. The dark side confirms. Yes, they do. You're like, how do these people make it in on this salary? And she got nice shoes. Her hair's done all the time. Well, when you go on the dark side, it's very evident. Not my girl, coach. All right. Uh, my friends overcharged me, says that Stephen A. Smith posted yours is heat. He says, man said, who sent you? Got to be careful nowadays. The setup could be super sinister. You could reach for the honey, but end up with a handful of Franken beans, which I think I've already read that one. All right, super chat time. Stormy, I got you. Henry Brazilian says she's probably pregnant. Mormons don't use birth control, which I'm on the same mindset as to why Matt Matt um Matt Barnes said it's a hundred times worse than that. I'm of the opinion that he was skeeting inside of her and knocked her up. That's what I'm gonna go into. So Mormons don't be using birth control like that, and they're very, very they very have many of them that are strict, they follow really hardcore rules. Now, people are gonna be like, Yeah, they do get some stuff on the side, but they very much paralyze 
by fear of what their God is going to do to them. <laughs> they, they don't want to go to hell. I actually coached a high school where a few of my, and this was in Southern California. And where I was, it was in the area called Santa Clarita. And I coached at this high school. And I happened to have the high school that had the most, the biggest Mormon population because there was a Mormon ward very close to the school. And kids could not play on Sundays. Like in summer league, we would have a sun, summer uh, game in summer league. It would be on Sunday. They would not play. And it would be half of my team. And it would be the best players. <laughs> it would be the best players. So I would never try to schedule a game, summer league game on set Sundays. With that being said, they scared of going to hell. Like they're like old Christians from the 1940s. Christians used to be scared to go to hell. They ain't scared to go to hell right now. They'll make an excuse and say the Lord has changed. But Mormons. Oh, they scared to go to hell. <laughs> they ain't trying to go to hell at all. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. So people want to know how it is deep. Uh, just think of the 1940s Christians with like uh, Billy Graham, Billy Graham Christianity, where they be hellfire and brimstone. If you put makeup on, you was going to hell. If you wore a skirt that wasn't past your knees, you was going to hell. That's what Mormons do. That's where they at. All right. Shout out to Java. He says, what's up, coach? Thanks for everything you do. He says, you're like the father for some of us that we've never had. Thank you, man. Palpatine. Paladin says, thank you for all the edutainment. Mr. CGA recently got my first internship as a remote software engineer. Work-life balance at an all-time high. Also got married last year to an overseas Pakistani girl. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know much about a Pakistani culture, but I don't want them after me. Everybody in India is already after me as well. So that should be interesting. Age of the Machines. Says dude on vacation is getting, he says he's going to murk that peace leave or murk her. There's not a church or a courtroom holding women who do this accountable. Move accordingly. Yep. So when a wives do these toxic behaviors to men and men react or they pout or they, they cheat, it's your fault. And I think women inherently know that this is why they leverage it against you. But I'm of the opinion. People don't have to agree with me. If women do this in marriage, this is toxic behavior and it is abuse. We're going to get to that. That's going to segue into the next video. Shout out to Thomas. Thomas Cripps in the building. You're over here on the Super Chat now. Cameron Nelson, coach, why do you think Russ is playing so bad? Is it Sierra? <laughs> I think Russell got his bag. There might be some imbalance in his relationship with Sierra. But um, I, I think he doesn't relate to the coach, and I don't think the players respect Russ like that. I think they see through Russ. So they're not playing for Russ like they need to play for Russ. Seattle was a little bit different. They knew who Russ was. And remember, he had some problems with the players accepting him in Seattle. Like, they got some hood receivers over there, and they got some hood-ass linebackers and running backs. And Russ, in my opinion, is a cornball. He's corny. Everybody knows he's corny. And the fact that he married Sierra was his ability in Seattle while he was in Seattle. He married Sierra to kind of navigate over that cornball role. And the players eventually accepted it. But if you remember, and I'm talking personally about them now, Russell was corny. He had that white wife. And then the white wife jumped on Golden Tate Salami 
And then his patch up was that was to go to Sierra and then code switch from time to time. Yeah, homeboy. Yeah, we cool. We cool. And then all of a sudden he just a massive cornball. Everybody knew that. Everybody saw through that. They let him they let it slide in Seattle. They let it slide in Seattle. Now he's in Denver and the dude there's a picture. There's a picture of one of Russell's players. I'm going to pull this up and I don't mean to demean him. Let me see here. Uh, Russell Wilson, his Denver players looking at him on the bench. What's the dude? I think it was Gordon on the bench. And this is a snapshot. Let me see if I can find the image. Yeah, this is the image right here. <laughs> this is the image. So Russell, he came out Broncos country. Let's ride. All right. He came out with that bullshit, right? And they was already, they was already cackling at him already. They was already saying he was a cornball. Now, this is a picture of Melvin Gordon, who's a fumble addict, by the way. Thanks for fumbling against the Raider. I don't know if you can see this picture. Let me see if I can click on it. This is how, this is how they look at Russell. This is how they look at him. Look at how he's looking at Russ. Because Russ ain't doing the damn thing. <laughs> and they look at it. Yeah, he butterfingers for sure. But they looking at Russ like this dude, a cornball, right? They don't accept him like they somewhat gave him a pass in Seattle. They gave him a pass for that bullshit. And then he um then he married Sierra and it was like, and then uh, okay. And he was like, you know, Seattle Seahawks, we got the contract. Remember, he was in bed with Sierra. We got the contract now. Seattle, let's go. And then he came to Denver with that bullshit. And the dudes, the ninjas in Denver. The ninjas in Denver in the locker room, they ain't with all that bullshit. They like, no, no. <laughs> Look how you looking. <laughs> he said, this mother sucker right here. Ninjas in Denver ain't doing that. All right, they ain't playing with all that bullshit. They're not impressed by him with Sierra. Like in, in Seattle, they gave him a pass. They was like, in Denver, they ain't giving him that pass. They was like, yo, you're going to have to do something, homie. They let like pull all that magic out your, out your shorts, and you, you ain't doing that now. So we looking at you side eye. Last one here, resilient says. With that being said, she's keeping the baby. That is true too. So if she is knocked, if that Mormon chick is knocked up with Emmy Yudoka's baby, there's no termination. There's no termination of the pregnancy. You get what I'm saying? This is if she happens to be. Oh, that's where it's a hundred times worse. Yeah, there's no, you're not taking no Mormon girl to the clinic. So that that husband of the Mormon girl is going to have to raise potentially. This is just pure speculation. Or as they would call it, it's pure. Um, and there's another word for it. It's pure speculation. If that woman did get knocked up, that white husband, that white Mormon husband will be raising a black baby. <laughs> you talk about embarrassment. And he says, and they going to get divorced. Are they going to get divorced? It's going to be hard for them to divorce. Like in, in Mormon culture that, I mean, they do have a high divorce rate in Utah, but for a strict active Mormon couple to get divorced is, is somewhat you're talking about breaking up families and communities and wards. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. She would be out. The, she would be out. Ex, they call it excommunication. They call it excommunication, which is a big fancy word for get the hell out the family. You're out the family. 
And it's going to be a reminder every time they bring that chocolated ass baby to their family and their their religious ceremonies and all that. I'm Pepe. You get excommunicated from the family, divorce, marriage, affairs. I mean, affairs, producing children from affairs. You talking about breaking up the entire community over this. It's that big of a deal. So that's why Matt Barnes was saying, oh, okay. Oh, it's this one right here. So men's advice from the past is not going to work going forward. And so let's roll a clip of something I said, and I just posted a video on this one. And then I'm going to roll a clip. Next week, let's roll the clip of this guy. And then I'll roll the clip of what I said. Let's see if I can refresh. Let's share it first because I have a problem sharing screens, I see, today with the volume. Oh, there it is right there. Okay, we got it. I'll refresh it so we can get it to the beginning. We don't heal. Think about this, like the conversations that typically happen when you go through a breakup when you, with your homeboys, right? It's like, go fuck another bitch. That's it. <laughs> like, that, that's the that's the number one solution. That's it. The only like, way to get over one bitch is to have another. I mean, that's that's, that's yeah. literally the lessons yeah. that's taught. So it's like we don't we're not able to have the conversations against you know amongst us men to like talk about and what happened, how'd you feel, like you know how where you at right now mentally, you know what I'm saying, and, and really figure out how to get past it. So we just put it to the back. We go on to the next one, and it just keeps transforming to each different woman. The same problems that you have, it just keep going women and women and women. So it wasn't until I started getting like doing spiritual healing because we don't heal. Think about. All right, let me pause that real quick. Um, one of the uh, the criticisms of my earlier shows was that oh he can't get women, so he's having a problem. Which I said that getting women was not the problem. It actually was causing the problem to go further because we were dealing with toxic women, especially at a time where people's rebuttals to me was where are you meeting these women? Or you picked the wrong one. And so then they say, well, we're going to teach you these strategies, things from the past. We're going to teach you how to hold masculine frame. We're going to teach you how to run game on your woman so you can get him. And then we get another toxic woman and then we have another problem. Or we get divorced and they say, just marry another one. There's good women out there. Just pick another one. And then we get another one. They're toxic after time. And then we get divorced twice. And then they say, and it's all Jermaine Fultz. It's always Jermaine Fultz. Now, when I finally said, you know what? Why don't men take a break? Why don't men who get divorced don't get married again for at least five to seven years? Why don't you stop dating? Why don't you go monk mode? Why don't you build yourself up again? Why don't you recover from your divorce? People start calling me names. They start saying, I'm an incel. I'm a virgin. I can't get women. When that was causing the problem, okay? That Yeah, somebody needs to snipe somebody right here, all right? We don't advertise. Put your ass on time out. <laughs> no, we read the free agent lifestyle over here. We read the free agent lifestyle over here. That's the book we suggest. You don't suggest other people's book in my damn comment section. <laughs> All right, anyway. But I'm saying we need to realize that the women that we're dealing with are toxic. The women that we are dealing with, they have the issues. We don't have the issues. We need to figure out ourselves first before we go back out there. And that was the free agent lifestyle. That's what we read. And when I was saying this, they were trying to say I was out of line. Now, these guys are at least acknowledging, hey, men go through trauma and we need to heal. The answer is not another woman. 
The answer is not running game. The answer is not masculine frame because that's dealing with toxic people. We need to first get people to acknowledge that these people are toxic. That's exactly what I was saying. Now you have these people saying it. And now these are the exact same points that I was saying. Now, now people are coming more to my side. As you can see, 5011 minutes of feminism and society proving doom and gloom CGA right. Now, let me play a clip that I posted here. Let me see this right here of me. Here, Instagram. Let me see if I can find the clip that I posted that was somewhat different or uh, somewhat similar to what he was saying. And let me see if I can share the screen. Let me stop. Let me stop. Why can't I get? Oh, I see what I'm doing here. I'm just trying to get you guys to hear the volume, the volume. And there's trust me, guys, there's lots of toxic women out here. It's actually out of control. And we're proving this on a daily basis. So. Let's go ahead and listen to what I have to say. Men are going through situations that they don't know where to reach out. They don't know where to go to. And I can speak to these type of men because I've been there where I was like, it's hopeless. I'm in the family court. I'm getting drugged. I'm losing my money. I'm going poor. I'm living in my car. What next? And I reached out to people and people didn't want to deal with me. People turned their backs on me for the most part. And because they don't know what to do, they don't know what to say. I know what to say to these men. Men need help. Men are reaching out. Men are considering self-harming. We don't want that, do we? We want men to either come to this Show, get a couple of laughs in the men laugh and that prevents harm to himself or other people a lot of men so what happened was at during this time i feel the void where there was a void left because they just kept saying men there were dating coaches that would say well it's your fault you didn't do this you didn't do that then the other part of society the women will say yeah it's your fault and then men didn't know where to go and i developed a philosophy that said let's center right here Let's get you guys on this right path and realize, number one, you've been dealing with toxic people. And number two, the answer to your problems is not to deal with another toxic person. You'll destroy yourself. You're going to destroy yourself, and then you're going to live the next 40, 45 years trying to figure out the answers. These are the answers. Now go about your life so that you don't harm yourself. Go about your life so you can acknowledge that you've been picking and dealing with toxic people. Number that there's too many toxic people out here to even be dealing with them on a relationship status. Let's heal yourself first and give you some sense of confidence and belief in yourself so that when you go back here, you can identify the toxic people. I said, stay away from toxic people. Stay away from chasing peace, leaving, using it as a sense of validation. Now people are saying the exact damn same thing. We've been proving it again. They're saying the exact same thing. <laughs> it's crazy. But people, again, my doom and gloom philosophy has now transitioned into mainstream thought. When four years ago, that was not the case. And this could be for any content creator that was around during that time. We stuck in here and fought for this so hard, pause, that now people are starting to get it. And instead of people sounding more blue pill, we're seeing more people come about on our cross side of the aisle. When before this would just, oh, these are beta males and you can't handle women and you don't know how to do this. Nah, there's too many toxic people out here. And they're identifying themselves all the time. Everything that we've identified now is now normalized. Monetized women, 304s, scab penalty skeezers, divorces, divorces skyrocketing, toxic women, married toxic women, women cheating more than men. 
uh, women, uh, uh, paternity fraud, custody battles. We literally see it. And now people can't say, well, it's your fault. You just be dealing with the bitter and hurt people. Oh, man, what a world we live in. So if you are of a, of a person that's saying we need to go back to the 90s, it's over. If you're a person that says we need to just learn how to run game, this this hair is getting out of control here. I got it. Just figure out how to use uh, manipulate women. And it's over. It's literally over. And by the time we get to 2030, it's really over. If you're going to lean back on that, you're going to set a lot of kid, uh, guys up for doom. Let's get to the next one right here. Woman, wait a minute. That's not the right one. It's going to be this one right here. Let's delete that one. Junior College Kaylee's. Out here, there are terror out here. Let's go and see if we can find that clip. So here again, here again, toxic women. Where are you meeting these women? And so forth and so on. Let's see if I can pull this up. Just date. Just know how to do this. Let's just acknowledge there's this toxic people don't need to be dating out here. Here it is. Woman accused of restraining, choking, and cutting Tinder date. Now, this girl right here, don't, you know, her ears don't fit her head. So this is a little woman, okay? This is also a plain Jane Kaylee. This is also a white girl. So for guys that are going to be like the black women are out of here, out of control, this is now the third story this week where I told you tender dates have ended up with men getting jacked up. Tender dates. Tender dates. Okay, let's go ahead and pour it for the normies out here. Colorado Springs, Colorado, not even in a Metroplex. Shout out to Colorado Springs. You got them out here, toxic out there. Arrest papers say a 22-year-old woman. Now 22 is getting old. 22-year-old women are out here flipping their lids. A 22-year-old woman tied up a man she met on Tinder inside of her Colorado Springs apartment for hours while she apparently stabbed, choked, and threatened to kill him. Now, I'm going to say she allowed he allowed her to tie him up. That's what I'm going to say this right now. She allowed, I'm sorry, he allowed her to tie him up. This was some sort of fantasy role play go wrong. And this was basically an attempted robbery on him. And she used the basic instinct move on him. If you've seen the basic instinct movie, this is basically the script. Okay, right here. Warning descriptions of violence and some graphic details below. The suspect, her name is Lauren Dooley, was arrested on Wednesday, September 28th. After officers with the Colorado Springs Police Department responded to an apartment complex at a certain location around 5.45 p.m. that day, officers began investigating an unknown call that included the voices of a man and a woman. The operator apparently heard the 21-year-old victim, there's a young male here, here, say that he was bleeding all over the bed and telling someone, because you cut me and you're going to kill me. He obviously was scared and he was not holding masculine frame. When police arrived, those living at the apartment complex told officers that there was a naked male in the parking lot that needed help. Officers then found the victim who was naked and appear, appeared to be bleeding from a cut on his left arm. According to the arrest affidavit, the victim was backing away from Dooley, who appeared to have a blood smeared on her arms and hands. The victim said that Dooley tied him up and cut him. Dooley then 
uh, was then arrested and after being read her Miranda rights, refused to speak with officers. And the victim explained that he had met Dooley on Tinder and agreed to go to her apartment. So again, again, this is stuff CGA talks about. Don't meet women at their residence. Okay, these are things that we talk about here. Let's make this a little larger. That's what she said. Do not meet them at their apartment, especially if you don't know them. Okay. No, no, man, you just got to hold. You just got to do. No, just go over there and get that easy piece lead. Just get your notch count up. And then all of a sudden you're getting tied the hell up. All right, young men, listen to me. Says right here. Um, and then every, then the guy's like, not all people are going to go through this, man. Don't scare these guys. You doom and gloom. Yeah, of course, not all guys are going to go through this. But do you want to be the one to go through this? That's number one. And then number two, you see how frivolous and spineless these dating coaches are. Is that when a man goes through that, here we go. He didn't do something right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't. But he probably listened to you, got your ass over there, and now you backing away from him when you need to help him. See, these guys ain't there to help him when you go through the bullshit. They there to blame you. And I'm there to tell you, you better come with a strategy of rules and engagements in dealing with modern women. For real. They're not to be played with out here. The days where they were so dumb and you clocked them over the head and then you told them they loved, you loved them and they opened their legs, is gone. Mm. Remember you when you, y'all can do that? Y'all younger dudes, y'all don't remember that. You can meet a young woman Look into her eyes. Man, I'm going to tell you, man, I think there's very, very much of a big spark between us. I know, I know you're going to think this is weird, but I'm falling in love with you. I've been on your school campus, and uh, we've been together for a long time, and I've been watching you, watching me, and watching you. And I'm going to tell you right now, I love you. You know, we've been together for a while, so... uh why don't we go back to my place and my mama's not going to be home for a long time. And this is it. You're, you're it. And she'd be out there, baby, I'm yours. If you want me, baby, I'm yours. If you need me loving you forever. If you want me, Give me your love. You put on so shy. Ooh, the very first time that I saw your brown eyes, your lips said hello, and I said hi. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Those days, man, you could tell a woman you love them. Shit, she only had two or three options in the whole damn county. In the whole county. You could call her, you could call up the radio show, The Quiet Storm. You could be like, hey, uh, DJ Theo. Yeah, play that uh forever, my lady. Play that forever, my lady, for my girl. And then he put you on, hey man, do the do the intro. And then, then when the music kick in, oh, 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 this is for my baby. Yeah, man. I love you so much, and I can't wait to see you again. I dream about you. I like the way you comb your hair. This song's for you. So you're having my baby, and it means so much to me. There's nothing more precious 
than to raise a family. And if there's any doubt in your mind, you can count on me. I'll never let you down, baby, believe in me. You and I will never fall apart. You and I, we knew right from the start. <laughs> Shit. You can just, the panties just coming down. You can slide them panties off. You know what I mean? You hitting her with the ice, the ice cube on the nipples. You taking the candle and the wax dropping on her back. <laughs> you just. And you got her on call, bro. Hey, look. If you don't talk to that woman, if you don't call her phone with that long ass cord, you don't call her phone with that long ass cord. Hey, baby, I'm just checking in with you. You'll see how you doing. Yeah, baby. I know we can't see each other, but I like just want to talk to you. You talking on the phone for hours. Yeah, baby. And then what you going to do? And then what you going to do? And then what you going to do? She's stalking you. She at your door. She's showing up at your job. You know what I mean? You making Subway sandwiches. She outside the window like this here, looking at your ass. All right, you at work. I see you at work, huh? Okay, I can see you there. Oh, hi. I just came to order uh, a bag of chips. She at your job. <coughs> Stalker. Sprung. She driving by your house. She looking to see if your light's on. She outside like it's a thin line between love and hate. You ain't getting rid of this woman. You cannot pump and dump her. <laughs> she outside. That's your girl for a long ass time. You better smooth ass aftercare that woman. I'm telling you, that's how it used to be. It ain't like that no more. These women got options way outside the county. She got options all the way across overseas just on her Instagram. You beat up a, you beat up a woman's peace leave right now. You can put your whole knee and back. You go to the bathroom, get the wash rag, clean yourself off. You got the soap. You come out. She putting her clothes on. She's like, thanks for a good time. I'm out of here. And she going to the next Dex Dexter's house. She going to her sugar daddy's house next. Then she got to take pictures for her OnlyFans. It ain't like it used to be. <laughs> she ain't even showered in between. She like this. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Man. These girls been watching prawn since they were 12 years old. Back in the day, a girl would be innocent. They catch you looking at a playboy, just a playboy in the uh, grocery store. Oh, you just a nasty. Now they thinking about sex way more than you thinking about it. They got a drawer full. I'm just telling you, man. <laughs> it ain't like it used to be. So dudes are teaching you tactics that worked on chicks back then. They got way too much access now. All right, let me get back to the story real quick. Just to and, and close it up. What did it say? It says right here, the victim said that Dooley tried, tied him up and tried to cut him. She was arrested. Okay, I said that part. The victim explained that he met Dooley on Tinder. And uh, agreed to go over to her apartment. The two then sat on the couch 
and talked for a bit before Dooley took off her clothes or took off his clothes. Wait, before Dooley took off his clothes and performed a they messed that up. They messed that up. Because I believe Dooley's the woman, right? Yeah. Says took off his clothes. It's her clothes. That's why it didn't make sense. So again, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. It says right there, they sat on the couch and talked a bit before Dooley took off his clothes and performed a sexual act on him. <laughs> she just was like, all right, come on real quick. Again, this is hookup culture. 22, this is a somebody's future wife. This is somebody that later on is going to say something like this. And that's you. She's going to want to marry. It's going to be tired of hookup culture. She invited him over. Come on over. Just go on here. Let me just go on the slob on this knob. And then what happened? Dooley then used duct tape to bind the victim's wrist and ankles together. This is voluntary. And while the victim found it odd, he consented at the time. He was like, ooh, this is kind of sexy, according to the arrest papers. However, when Dooley took out a kitchen knife and demanded he go to her bedroom, the victim no longer consented to staying at the residence. <laughs> Oh, Lord. She slurped him down, tied his ass up, and then he thought it was sexy. He thought he was about to win. This is everything, this is everything my dating coach said it would be. And then duct taping your fam. Destiny lays in my hand. Got lays in my waist. <laughs> All right. Anyway, fearing Dooley would harm him, the victim obeyed and got into her bed. Dooley then climbed on top of him, this is basic, basic instinct, and used the knife to cut his left shoulder. Dooley then used her hands to apparently choke the victim for 20 seconds, followed by a belt. This is a 22-year-old girl. It says right here, followed by a belt, which he tightened around the victim's neck for another 20 seconds, making it difficult to breathe. Whew. Dooley began, uh, became upset that the victim was bleeding all over her bed. So she told him to get in the bathtub. Dooley then ordered food from a food delivery app and allegedly told the victim where the delivery drive, when the delivery driver arrived, if you scream or say anything, I'll kill you. Wow. Did you see the picture of this young woman? This is not what you, this is not the picture you would think, or should you? This is the picture, man. This is her. This is her, bro. And that's you. She looks like she looked like she's not even taller than 5'2. She definitely on some headmans. Man, they into boy. I'm telling you, young women aren't young women anymore. What else did happen here? It says right here. After eating, Dooley got into bed. With the victim. So she ate the food by herself. After eating, Dooley got in bed with the victim and pull, pulled a blanket over him. Then the victim noticed that uh, the knife under the blanket near his feet. And when Dooley fell asleep, he used the knife to cut himself free. As the victim uh, was getting his keys and phone, he bumped into a table and woke Dooley up. He then ran to the parking lot for help. When officers searched the apartment, they found the knife near the bed along with several, quote, blood-soaked rags and blood all over the bathtub. According to the arrest papers, Dooley is now facing several felony charges, including kidnapping, two counts of assault, 
menacing and false imprisonment. Let's go ahead and show her again. The junior college is now getting dangerous. This young woman right here. Yeah, man. Back in the day, you could get a 22-year-old woman and crack her wide open. See, the only blood you're going to see is the blood potentially from the hymen. And then you present her with a diamond. Now, 22-year-old people are deranged. 22-year-old women have already been ran through. What a terror. Wow. Shout out to Cristobal Weaver says, hey, coach, start investing in XRP and XLM. They will be the backbone of the uh, when we move to the digital currency, meaning liquid assets. Thank you for contributing that. We've been talking about that, warning people of the new digital currency, potentially going to drop later this year, early next year. And it's going to be you guys going to need to have some sort of basis and understanding that this is going to be our future again. Now, nah, man, we're going to go back to dimes and quarters and nickels. Doom and gloom CGA again, right? Reporting for duty. We're That's over with. We're going into a new future. We're going into the metaverse, which we are already in the metaverse. In, in essence, we've uh, kids have already been playing the metaverse. If you think of this, the games that they've been playing, meaning Minecraft, uh, the, any VR games, any games that are transacting digital currency, NBA 2K, Madden, their own form as a currency. Uh, Fortnite, COD, Call of Duty, and then you got the whole Oculus. Kids have already been trained and ingrained to deal with transactional cash in forms of digital currency. It's not anything new to them. It's going to be new to you. And when they ch make this change, you're gonna you're gonna be uncomfortable with it. But it's not for you. The change is for the generation that has already been doing it. And they'll be accustomed to doing it. It will be just like nothing. You have kids that know how much VC $45 is going to give you. They can already have that in their mind. When they're at school, they're like, I need, I need $50 from dad so I can get X amount of VC. Okay. And if you don't know what VC is, well, you're behind. <laughs> how, much, how much VC $45 going to get you? Some kids know that right off the head. 2000 VC. That's a metaverse. That's digital currency. That's them being already accustomed to it. And they will know how to transact, how much XRP I can get for my CBDC. That's 10,000. That's 100,000. Yeah, Robux. Robux is another one. No, Robux is another one that's already got them accustomed to the metaverse and the transition into digital currency. All right. Anyway. Uh, let me see here. Rob says, once you take your ball and don't want to play, it's game over. Game we can over. control the ball because we control access to the wallet. Once we start playing the wallet game a little bit different, they'll have to adjust. But men are still trying to do it regularly. Where we at? Higher image status says, got, he says, got paid showing love to the coach gang. Monk mode in the building for the win. Doom and gloom, monk mode. <laughs> Yeah, World world of Warcraft. There's a whole bunch of things that we don't know what's going on, but they do. They do. Jeffrey S. will call you. He says, I'm behind on the show, but check out Comedian Bridget. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Bridget, I can't pronounce her last name. He says, one of my biggest regrets, that's her video, a 40-year-old woman blaming men because she had her fun and now regrets sleeping around. Shout out to the Nasty Boys. 
That happens every time. Ladies think that they can push, 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 and have their fun. I'm having my fun. Now I'm ready to settle down. Well, in 2019 and on, they're finding it hard for men to take that deal. Men aren't taking that deal no more, right? And they're mad at men for not doing it. They're like, well, how come you guys won't want to? No, I got to catch up on all the PayPal's. Let me catch up on like five and get back to the next one. We're going to talk about 50 cents, 50 cents, son, husband. Almost at the three hour mark today. I'm 23. Happy birthday. And one step closer to being thrown into the hole. It is the, it is foul to smash a homeboy's girl who he never had sex with. Yes, indeed. And they broke up or your homeboy's sister. He says, I don't see anything wrong with it because somebody is going to get it regardless but that's just me. I usually don't have much morality when it comes to smashing women with what I've seen and known. He says, but I stay far away from wives and girlfriends and relationships, though. I want to hear your thoughts on this issue. Well, everybody's open, but there is still a code of conduct that could get your throat sliced. Okay, You can do whatever you want out here, but when you get oozied up and stabbed, remember that rapper? He violated all those rules from Atlanta. He went to that girl's house. He didn't do his due diligence. And he probably was like, well, he ain't hitting it right. So I'm going to go in there. He marched up in there. And the dude came up there with the with the, with the the ones and the twos and the thunder and the lightning. And the dude is dead. So do you want to tell your story to the devil of how much peace leave you was getting? Do you want to tell it leaking? Or do you want to tell it and be healthy and live another day? All right. Where we got here. Uh, shout out to Jay Russell. He says, morning coach, Mormon scripture tells that black folks are descendants of, I believe, Cain. You put Cain, but Cain, the dark-skinned brother, he says they believe blacks are supposed to be slaves. Now, they do have a history of that. Some of their texts and beliefs is, has a history of that. Although, in their recent history, if you lived in Salt Lake City, you do see them um, in their mission, in their missionary, adopting people from Africa and blacks in Samoa and all of the people of darker complexions. They've invited them in, but sometimes you got to find out why they're inviting them in. And there's a deeper reason. There's a deeper reasoning to it. And some of it has to do with athletics. <laughs> uh, getting brothers to be big ass offensive linemen at BYU and the University of Utah. That's neither here nor there. All right, but that's neither. All right, uh, running backs for BYU. Uh, anyway, point guards. Mormon people are going to be mad at me. Now I got Mormons after me. Now I got Mormons after me. <laughs> They're going to be mad. This is a recruitment process. It's kind of like the uh, take the take the show. What was that? The, take the blind side. Yeah, the blind side syndrome. Take the blind side and put it towards BYU athletics. All right, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, where are we at? Jay Russell also says something for the new computer coach. Appreciate you, man. We in here. We in here. We got uh, Mr. Let me say, I got to be easy here and not say, oh, I got a payment from somebody. Shout out to, we're going to call you Mr. Gorilla in the building. The hunters are hunted. Girls poach supportive guys. Yes, they do. Treat one or two girls decent. Somebody will always knock for opportunities. Former ASU athlete, good career. And clout, three serious relationships, last one bullet dodged, seeing more 21 to 25-year-olds. He says at 34, then during the football season, and even back then, we knew they had sponsors, especially at ASU. All women my age have kids or traveled 
there's no middle ground. Might as well mentor someone from the junior college. I believe that, um, and shout out to you. I believe that um, the toughest dating period for men is that age 28 to 35. Because you're still going to hold on to what it could be. And some of you will have temporary success. But the problem is, by the eight, the time these women that are in your age group are going to be available to you, they're going to they're going to make it easier for you. They're going to be ran through. Michael R says, Coach, do you think it's a good idea to look up travel agencies since I got my passport? It's my first time about myself. I think you mean thinking about myself. Or it's my first time myself. But um, travel agencies, I don't know if people use travel agencies anymore. You might have to do a lot of recon yourself in traveling. You might have to do a lot of recon and investigation, maybe use potential people that you know that travel in certain places, develop a relationship with them, and let them give you some intel. Travel agency is going to keep your ass somewhere downtown in the metropolis area in the tourist traps. That's my opinion if there still are travel agencies. So do your due diligence on people that have um, experience. That's what I would say. And know what the rules are of engagement. Don't just listen to people that came over there and ran some game and they went to all the tourist trap whore, whore spots and they didn't tell you they just really paid the entire time. All oh, these women was jumping on me when you paid. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we still got a little bit of show left to do. Do me a favor. Uh, do me a favor. Like the video so more people can come in. My like ratio is jacked up. Let me give you a double dose of this reality real quick. And we gonna be back here in about 35 seconds. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminate student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Boy, that was written at a time where things were a little bit weird. Let's get to the next show right here, and then we will probably – this is the last one. This is the last one. 50 Cent's son, husband, child says $6,700 is not enough to live off of, and that was his child support agreement to his vindictive wife. This is going to be a weird story for you guys to hear. A lot of brothers are out here completely brainwashed. A lot of people do not think men should have any parent rights, although a lot of women are coming around. Again, CGA right once again. Let me show you this video of this woman. You might not be able to hear this, so I'm going to share it in a different way. Share me in a special way. <laughs> share me in a special way. CGA, man, what's wrong with you, bro? Let's see if I can find this. There it is. I'm going to share it in a special way. There it is. If I hear one more. 
her mother justify that she's going for the majority or full custody based on the fact that dad doesn't parent the kids right i'm going to scream because most of the time when you ask them does he mistreat them no does he neglect them no does he hurt them in any way no so he just parents differently well that's pretty obvious that a man is going to parent differently than a woman men and women are different their styles of parenting are going to be different it is not your job as a mother to control how a father treats his children or to control how he parents your concern as a mother should be for their mental health and well-being and if a father is fit and he's not abusing your children then let the children have their dad too all right so you're seeing a lot of uh women changing their approach and opinion on this of course then they rig a lot of it saying that you are abusive and yes i will get to the paypal's paypal has i'm very backed up on paypal but i'll get to them all right but um they will use the abuse he's abused them physically or something like that to wriggle out of it so now we're seeing a lot of women turn the corner on this many, many times these women are um themselves stepmothers or something like that they've been through uh the wrangling or they married a guy that has been a victim of this but you're starting to see women turn the corner on this as again cga doom and gloom right one more time i'll play another clip right here Hey, you guys said there was no audio. All right, we'll trip it around right here. We'll get you, we'll get you, we'll get you. We'll get you, we'll get you right. We'll get you right. All right, I can see what's going on here. There's so much talk about a woman's body, her choice, and that. My question is, if we give a woman the right to opt out of motherhood, should we also give a man the right to opt out of fatherhood and 18 years of child support? I, I agree. Do you don't agree? No, I don't know. But if a mom walks into an abortion clinic and says, you know what, I'm not feeling this and gets an abortion, the dad has no say. How come this mom can't, let's just say like, a, let's just say it's a one night stand, this hypothetical. And the mom comes back to the dad and like, hey, I'm pregnant. Why can't he opt out if she was able to say, hey, I don't want this baby. It's a, do it's a double standard. Well, he could obviously sign his rights away, but he cannot physically. He can. He can't. But he can't sign his rights away because he has to pay child support. I mean, he is legally bound by child support. Honest, that's just the way it is. I know, but do you think you it's right? Can't, you can't tell a woman to have an abortion. Like that's it. I know, but but do you think it's right that a mom can say, "I don't want this baby," but a dad never can? I mean, I just think that's just the way it is. But, I, you, but do you think it's right? I yes mean, or no? <laughs> gun to your head. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's right. I think the whole system's fine. We spend so much time talking about a woman's choice, right? But the man doesn't but my, have one. But my only point is, what reproductive rights does a man have? None. All right. So that comes from the It's Complicated channel, but for some reason it was delivered to me. That's how I found the clip on the internet. So they didn't give him credit. But you're seeing people at least try to see it different ways but then some people are oh, but that's just the way it is that's just the way it is but men that have been preaching this message have at least got to the npcs a couple of them 
And then when the girl was challenged on it, <laughs> an NPC cannot go past the things that come up, right? Well, it's it's her right. No uterus, no choice. And then when you challenge them, they can't get past that. Well, it's, it's the way it is. And then now, because CGA and the men like me have been pressing, pressing, pressing forward, now men can understand you got two versions of women. Some that might say they agree and some that will never agree. But the problem is you already dropped seed and it's too late. Then you find out which type of woman you got. See, which men have to understand, which I've been telling you, it's all fun and games until you get her pregnant. When you get her pregnant, she can bait and switch you. And then she'll start saying NPC shit. Well, it's my baby and I'll give you custody time and you have to report to me and you can tell I can tell you how to access your kid. Then all of a sudden they stop, start playing the bullshit. All right. So let's get into 50 cents uh, son here. Son, husband, who was raised by his baby mama terrorist. All right. So let's go ahead and give you the sound on this one. Fair use. This is a long video, but uh, somebody should have sent me the short snippet. Is that a reason for you not to know when my birthday is? Question? One for anything. Don't you agree? Socially, right? And you, you're financially, right? I should not want for anything. Don't you agree? Wait, when you say you shouldn't want for anything, what do you... I, I, I should not... We're not going to watch the whole clip. Want for anything. So this is 50 Cent's son. Uh, he has several kids, but this one was one of his first kids who is now a 25-year-old man who was raised primarily by his mother who ruined his relationship with 50 Cent's the father. And then this son is a product of the mother raised. And now he's believing that he should have the lifestyle that the other children have and or 50 Cent should have provided that lifestyle for him. But he sided with the mother. A lot of son husbands will do this. A lot of daughters will do this. They'll side with the mother emotionally. And then the father says, OK, I'll give you the bare minimum because the mother's dragging me. And then when he doesn't have the lifestyle of the father or the kids, then it's his fault. And now he's a loser in life, and I deserve this, and I should have had that, and he should have did this, and he should have did that. Hell no. I'm not talking about I want a Lambo. I at the time, I want elite socks. Basketball is not socks. It's $12. I should not want now, anything, right? Now, what age is this? What? I'm asking you again. No, 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 no. You see, that's what he see. He's been trained like a woman. He avoided the question. He asked. He was asked a direct question, and he refused to answer it. But we gotta worry about the age. We didn't gotta worry about the age. No, you brought it up. It's a general question. If you're not gonna be there physically and emotionally, but you 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 right. you're traveling, you gotta get the money. I should not no, want anything, especially right? Especially paying child support. So again, the mother chose the check over a father. Choose child support or choose a father. You can't get both. So the woman said, I want the check. Now, the son has grown up based off the mom's choice of getting the check. And now he's realizing that the father was never there physically or emotionally. Well, the father was pushed out physically and emotionally. He was pushed out. And now you're stunted and you're in, you're stunted in growth and you have arrested development because you never attached to your father and you never looked up to him. He just sent the check because your mother put up barriers to access to you. And now here you are, sir. Let's go ahead and continue. Okay. So what okay. That's it. Simple. 
Is he paying child support? Hold on, Joe. No, let me ask you. Let, question, me say, let me say another one, Joe. Was he paying child support one. at the time Joe, you were talking about? Joe, a question, Joe. I got a question, Joe. I got. He avoids every single question. That's definitely a, um, a tactic that women use. He's definitely single mother raised. Joe, Joe, you cannot compare not, the situation I'm to yourself, one. So if you pay child support, you not no, supposed to spend no extra bread. Any interrupts and he's talking over men. This is definitely a woman's tactic. This is a single mother raised man. This is a son husband. You want to be a dad? Could you pay child support? See, he's avoiding in deflect. You stuck, boy. This is sad. And here's what's sad about it. Women who do this to men. They hurt their children long term. You might have a decent relationship now that the father's out of the picture, but that man and that daughter has to be raising themselves into adulthood for the next 50, 60 years, and they have to live with this. And th this young man is now 25. He's got to live the next two quarters of his life, the next 50 years with this damage. He's got to live the next 50 years with this damage caused by a toxic mother, which society has allowed these women to do this because they want to keep the child and hurt the father. Continue. You know how yeah. much child support you, that? You, know, you know how much money he was making? What the fuck? How do I do that? You know how child much? Child how do I know? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. It goes about how much money you make. Correct me if I'm wrong. Hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. Because, because, because Fati said it, it's the truth. Go ahead, let me hear. I, did, did he or not? Uh, and I heard this in public record. Out, I'm New saying York. that Sean? he cut the check for whatever it was in the maybe in a year or the full amount of child support to to your uh to the the uh to your moms. Damn, Sean, <laughs> spit it out. So it sounds like they're asking the fifty cent pay a year in advance of the child support. Let's go ahead and continue. No. Okay, cut, cut a check. Cut a check for what? Okay. What yeah. do you say? It says like, a little something, know, right? Maybe that's okay, cool. Yes. All right. You pay child support, right? Jesus. Another dodge. I mean, he sidestepping questions like crazy. Um, and he sidestepped he gave her an advance payment on child support, and she fumbled the bag. All right, let's continue. Did you give a uh, one lump sum? No, because I didn't have to. Oh, it's monthly. Okay. but you have the option to pay it. Yo, bro, this you keep ringing the wrong bell. Okay, listen, and child support. Ask. I believe came around when I was twelve or thirteen, or uh, maybe eleven. I think ten years of child support. 1.2 over what was it? It was like a million dollars, I think. Mm -hmm. That he claims is a million dollars, right? Okay, so 6,700 a month. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So, wow, man, boy, this guy is a mess. So, uh, saying 50 Cent was essentially behind, so he caught up on child support at a million dollars in, in advance payment. The, the mother fumbled it, and he's saying that was uh, equivalent to 6,700 dollars a month. Let's hear why he says that's not enough. And I can't buy socks. Listen to listen to what Again, I'm saying to you. Right? 60, Another side step. Seven hundred a month, right? Sixty-seven hundred a month. Seven hundred a month, right? Sixty-seven hundred a month, right? You telling me? Uh -huh. That's hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Time out, time out, time out. Sheesh. Listen, 
Listen. This dude is doomed. Oh my goodness. This dude is doomed in life. He's done. Don't compare. I'm from New York. This is the biggest that. mistake everybody makes. You're comparing it to yourself. You're comparing it to yourself. You're comparing it to your life. Don't do that. 6700. Don't do that. You're, you're, talk, you're talking about a Ford Lister. Hold on, wait. Listen. You're talking about somebody that has problems with everybody. You can't just live in any neighborhood. 81K is not, is not a substantial lot of money. This man just said $81,000 a year is not a substantial amount of money. Eighty-one plus a million-dollar upfront check, and and eighty-one thousand dollars tax-free. If this is not a female son, if this is not a female female son husband, I don't know what to tell you. Because women will say that you don't make eighty-one thousand dollars, you only make eighty-one thousand dollars. You ain't nothing to me. I need you to at least make six figures. This is a male at age twenty-five that says eighty-five thousand dollars is not enough. Bruh. Wow. I mean, listen. Holy shit. Hold on. Dude, most men don't make $6,700 a month until they're in their 40s. Some men never make $6,700 sorry, a month in their entire life tax-free. You talking about you got beef with everybody in the industry. You can't just okay. live anywhere. And, and if he's contributing $6,700, that means your mom's got the other half. Uh-oh. It ain't just for him to just fucking take care of you. Oh. She got to take care of you, too. She got to work, too, nigga. Uh-oh. Now, oh, yep. Not only does she have to work, why don't you have a job? Mm. Once you get 16 and 17, don't you need a job? Why don't you ask your father and patch that relationship up? I'm sure he can give you a job, but no, you want to decide with your emotional mother. So your mother's supposed to have some money too, right? Ain't your mother supposed to have some money? So I could focus on my career. Why she ain't got no money? So you only living off 50 cent. Oh, I got it. He giving up 6,700. Where's her 6,700 to go with his? Now y'all got 12, 13 on oh it. And look at him. He, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. He can't handle that. He can't handle that his mom had a responsibility too. But no, she wanted to sit up and spend the money and didn't spend very much on you, which is very indicative, or she lowballs herself economically and uses his money to patch up the expenses. And she got played and she played him. Wow. 13,000 a month. Oh my. See, I hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, choke, choke, choke. This, this is this is where you can this this is where it goes down a, a bad path. Where? I'm, this is what I'm trying to tell you, bro. What? What? Yo, bro. What? 6700. If I told you right now, right? You got to start your life over right now with 6700 a month and rebuild your life. Yes. What? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wow, this dude is gone. This dude said, if I told you, bruh, 6,700, that is life-changing income. I can, We were just talking about this the other day. 
when I had the $6,000 net, net off of a guy who makes $100,000 by the time you take out taxes, by the time you take out your 401k and all of that stuff, $6,700, it's very livable. Now, maybe not in New York, but even in New York, if you're by yourself, you can't live off $6,600. Wow. This dude is gone, gone. This is what happens when you raise men in a feminine environment. Can you do it? With 6700 I can't. You, you have 6, nothing. 6700 yes, I can. Nigga, I'm from the you fucking have- I'm from And even in New York, $6,700 a month, is that should be livable. for If you're by yourself, that should be very livable. Absolutely. Bruh, it, that would be super easy. Now, are you going to be living high off the hog in comparison to where you live in New York? Maybe because there's people living, making up saying they're making $67,000 a month. So you can't compare yourself to them. But $6,700 and you come from Harlem? You you from the South Bronx? You killing it. $6,700? I'm good. That's what a I'm month, saying. Nigga. I'm comparing it yes. to yourself. With two Choke, kids. This is what I'm saying to you. Choke, this is where you're going wrong. You gotta stop comparing it. You comparing it to yourself, bro. And you on your, your standard of lifestyle, oh. bro. You cannot your standard of lifestyle. This so he thinks because he's 50 cent son and the mother opened her legs to 50 cent, he's supposed to have a higher standard of life. That's false. Your mother's supposed to provide that. She should be adding in addition to the 6700 So potentially you could catch up, but you or you could go live with 50 cent. You can go live with the father. But no, you chose to be with the mother. And now look at you. Trick, look at you now. Wow. Can't do that. Can't do that. Listen, choke. I jumped out of a burning house, brother. Okay, we're going to end it at that right there. We're going to end it at that. Let's get all the PayPals and everybody else. That This is, um, guys, this is how it works. And I'm glad these are things that we've been talking about. Proving CGA and others like us right once again. That raising men without fathers is not good. This is what they turn out to. Entitled son of a bees. All right, so let me get to all of your brothers here. We got a co-sponsorship from Dave from Wendy's. Shout out to the coach gang, bruh. Emmy Yudoka is the notorious gump on a skyscraper level for getting caught up with that Kaylee. Did he know? He says, did he not know as a ninja what that group allegedly believes at, about the descendants of Ham? And he says, if you know, you know, salute. And somebody actually brought that up a little bit earlier. Uh, and that's another caveat. That's another caveat. You're talking about that group of people. They'll still be in denial about their belief system, but their beliefs were very current up until probably the 1980s where they openly believed this. Now they somewhat closed door believe this. So they can't be in denial of that. And now you went in there with your salami on one of the man, please. She's forever tainted. Grease Man Texas had a girlfriend who uh, tried purposely holding back on me after six months of it. I told her to get the F out. Later, one of her friends told me she was crying and distressed about after I put her out. I told her what I wanted. She didn't hold up her end of the bargain, and I was flipping the bill for everything. Wow. He says, my first and last time having to deal with something like that. Leave the broad. The minute she decides to start to pull that crap, guys, it will only get worse once you get married. Yeah, that that actually cannot be tolerated. But men tolerate that. And men have wives 
where they allow that type of stuff to go on. Shout out to Trenton. He says, Coach, please give us the A to Z on meeting uh, the junior college. I have no deal of idea of the steps. He says, we'll welcome info on the steps. Well, if you want to know how the junior college works, you got to go on coachgregadams.locals.com. Look up where the live streams are. Start with the current ones and work backwards. Don't start from the beginning ones because some of them might have some issues on playback. Start from the current ones, work backwards, and I give you all of that for a very, very low fee. At some particular point, I'm going to have to start charging because the junior college is going to be Liddy in a minute. <laughs> all right. Shout out to Leonard. He says, Coach, I'm still shocked from the previous live stream where the chick got half her face paralyzed from the poke and says without hesitation, she would do it again. This is the world we live in. And that's basically submission to the barbarian. When you see those things and people say that, it's because they're operating from a sense of fear and they don't have control and security of themselves, which a couple people, a lot of people wanted to push that onto the people. And that creates mental health, stress, unnecessary stress, early aging, and it creates compliance so that when the next thing they roll forward, people have no problem questioning that authority. Not only do they have no problem, they have no choice. This is why I said you should have choice in these matters because then you can actually give yourself better counsel and protect yourself but since everybody's reliant on you know who new, 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 new you allow them to scare you and then you allow them then to control you this is why cga is doom and gloom all right shout out to sau says coach my last girlfriend was 32 when i met her you are basically describing my life with her for a year not a pleasant thing on them after age 27 or 28 they tend to not be able to be happy with themselves if they're single that long and he says, you have to take them to the moon and bang her on an asteroid to surprise her. The dyes don't work the same. It's hard to oppress a woman in her 30s and her 40s. It's hard to. And then typically what happens is they accept the fact that they can't be impressed. So they consider the small things very nice. Oh, that's very nice and kind. All right. But they don't think that the transaction is going to be worth access to them. Oh, that was nice of you. But I'm not giving you anything for that. Right, You're like, oh, my Lord. Shout out to A.D. Austin says, I had some Mormon missionaries try to talk to me once. He says, I asked them what they thought about any series of Christian-sponsored inquisitions, then they shuffled right away. All right, so I don't want to make this about dissing on Mormons because then that could be considered, you know what? So it is what it is. But I have have experience with various forms of religions, and um, it's very tough to get through them because they've been trained. Right. They've been trained to to believe what they believe. And not only sometimes are they trained, they actually um, are born into it. So anything else is going to be out of the question. But I do respect all religious beliefs and you're entitled to your belief. Okay, I'm entitled to mine, though. <laughs> uh, shout out to Jimmy ZTT. It took me 50 years to learn what coach said uh, to you for free. Yes. He says, not all tang is good tang. Yes. He says, young man, if you take nothing else from this three-hour education, please, please, please do not waste your lives on toxic, low-energy, scab-pilling 304s. Shout out to the coach gang. A lot of them are super toxic. Super, super toxic. And they will say you're toxic for not dealing with them. And you're like, holy shit. You got to protect yourself from that, that mindset. Super toxic. And if they, uh, anyway, shout out to Mr. Nunez. He says they will never deplatform nor censor this type of mediocrity. 
which we were talking about early. This is what they want. The people will, the people with their hands out, wake up youngsters, chase the American pension whilst honing side hustle skills and stop blaming others for your inadequacies. Hit them with the, it's all Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. I caught up on PayPal. Finally, brothers, thank you for the Friday contributions. Then I got a couple more on nobody on Venmo. Let me check Cash App. And I know I got Super Chats. I got Cash App. Brian Horsley, thank you, brother. That's a sponsorship. Appreciate you, coach. We got two more. J-Flow, another masterpiece. Hit him with the... Your rent's due, motherfucker. Indeed, J-Flow, thank you for the sponsorship yourself. Han Solo says, BDSM gone wrong. Yes. So a lot of times, role play, BDSM, greedy, thirstiness, will get your ass in situations and predicaments like that. So uh, be careful with people who want to role play and uh, make sure you say record it. I want to record it. I want to do something like that, especially if you haven't vetted them. Same thing with swingers and all of that stuff. Raul says little something for that North Vegas Figgy Avenue fund in the building. I try to stay away from them, man, because they be too close to living underground in Las Vegas. If you know what I mean, Dr. Thunder here to support. Appreciate you. I was watching one of your streams. Late last night or early this morning, about oh, it was about the uh vote, vote or no fucking man. Das Token says, Where does this kid not own? Why does this kid not own a business? Uh, fumble the bag, guys. If your kids tend to choose the mother first, it is one of the it's not going to be a good long term move. Let me just say that. And he's going to miss out on all the fruits and labor of the labor of the father as he grows and ascend to his heights, right? So the father's then going to do the bare minimum. The father's going to be restricted assets. The son's going to not be able to parlay uh, his skill set or his inherently uh, passed down skill set, which 50 Cent has. You know, 50 Cent has ambition. He has drive. The kid should have rode that wave. He should have left the mother a long time ago. But kids, when they're teenagers, won't leave the mother. They have a fear of leaving the mother because he would kill the mother metaphorically. He would kill the mother and she would crumble into pieces because the child is no longer present and chose the father. That is actually something that will drive a knife right into the gut of mothers. If a child does that, many women can't handle that. And the child inherently knows that. So he will stay in her presence based on fear tactics and emotional abuse by the mother and he will miss out on all the wonderful things that many fathers can give to their sons and the father just says hey i gotta keep doing what i'm doing out here now this is not always the case i speak generally so of course if your experience is different then it was your experience but now this young man has to live with this decision to stay with this toxic mother or his emotional abusive mother and now he's 25 looking the way he looks and somebody said earlier, somebody said earlier, well, he, 50 Cent didn't help the situation. He didn't help the situation, but guess what 50 Cent has? I got money. At the end of the day, 50 Cent has enough to actually provide opportunities for that child way better than the $6,700 a month that the mother squandered. And now he's 25 sucking from a vape pipe, sitting in the project somewhere, mad that he doesn't have the lifestyle that his father has. See, that's the bigger point. And not only that, 50 Cent did his duty. He did what the government told him to do. Do not go above and beyond that. If the government says you owe her $6,700, that's all you give that mother and that child. You do not go above and beyond because she's chosen the government over you. 
she's chosen the protection of the government over the father. So if the government says you owe $2,000 a month in child support, that's all you give them. You don't give them no mentorship. You don't give them a damn thing. Now, when the son come crying and trying to paint the father in a bad light, you remind that child that you and the mother in a rightful age of knowledge and understanding chose the money over my presence, period. Get the stepping. All right, that's what I say. Get the stepping. Take your ass on. And you can make whatever videos you want to make of me, but that's all I was in. That's all I was supposed to give. You don't get extra. You don't get daddy and the money. You get daddy, or you get the money. Period. Get the step. <laughs> get the hell up out of here. Gone are the days where you can say he needs to pay the check and then be present in the kid's life. Hell no. See, these are changing because we keep pressing and challenging the system. Now the men can counsel that man and say, do you realize what you got as a gift? And do you realize that your mother chose the check over being a parent? And as a result, look at your ass now. <laughs> you got $6,700 socks. All right, come on. Anyway, shout out to Das Token. He says, um, uh, Classy Beat says, officially nominating Emmy Yudoka for Simp of the Year. He's got to be. Jack Vendetta, shout out to my favorite African-American over here. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, indeed. If you turn a man over to the government and report his ass and drag him and hire lawyers and make the government put him on money, that's all you get. If by the time they get up here and say, this is what you owe this woman or this is what you owe your child, well, that's all my child is getting. I hope y'all can eat right? because I'm going to be eating and I'm going to be out here grinding and hustling. And if you want to eat off my back, you better attach you better attach a wagon to this star because I'm going up from here. And once that child support run up, run out, I hope you have some savings because if you ain't got shit to eat after that, it ain't my fault. You're a grown-ass woman and you're a grown-ass man. You better go get yours and go get your ass a job and a job and a focusing on your career because I don't owe you shit. <laughs> Shout out to the Coach Gang. Look, man, enjoy your weekend, man. It's ready to go. I'm out of here. Shout out to you, brothers, man. Enjoy yourself and protect your salami and have bail money ready to go. Be out of here. Peace. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. Wife me the fuck up.